0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Episode 79 of More Wrestling's podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Morrison, and Zach and I are back with a New York State Championship Preview episode, uh, similar to what we did last year. I think it was like 25 episodes ago. Um, unlike Jersey Jerry, myself and Zach know what we're talking about when it comes to the sport of wrestling. Um, actually, the funny thing is, about a week ago, we, I was sitting there watching the Section 3 finals with uh, Roy Seymour, the assistant coach at Oswego, and you know, we were just talking about wrestling, whatever. And somebody was like, hey, you, you guys know a lot about wrestling. Are you guys like sports reporters or uh, or sports media wrestler guys or, uh, or coaches or something? And we're like, yeah, we coach. But then I was like, well, I mean, I do have a podcast as well, more wrestling podcast." And the guy's like, no way. He's like, I listen to more wrestling. I, I follow you on Twitter as well. I'm like, oh, no way. So it's kind of funny that, uh, I mean, I guess it's not really, wrestling's not really, I mean, wrestling's a small world in, in itself, but to run into somebody, at a tournament, it's kind of funny.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. I had somebody, um, <clears throat> I had somebody, some similar story, not anything like that, but I was at a tournament a few weeks ago and this, this gentleman came up to me who used to coach a rival school, who I thought hated me. I thought he did not like me at all. Obviously we had never really had a conversation, but just from our interactions, it didn't feel like there was much respect there, but like he came up, he shook my hand and he said, Hey, great job with the podcast. You know, I love listening to it. You guys are doing a great job. Keep it up. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. It felt pretty good. You know, I got a little warm feeling on the inside. <laughs> um, Obviously, you do a lot more of this than I do, but it was still a cool little feeling to have.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's fun to connect with. I mean, this season I've connected a, with a lot of different people at tournaments, so it's great, I mean, to uh, know that people are listening to the episode. And actually, I know the, the episode we did last year uh, for the state preview championship or the preview up to the state championships were – um, it, it was really good. I mean, it was one of the biggest listens that we've had on this episode or on this podcast. So I'm I mean, assuming the same will be podcast. <laughs> I'm going to assume I the would, same for this one. But yeah,
1: I, w- I would think that the state preview is probably going to be one of our biggest every year.
0: I know all you parents love listening to your kids' names, which, you know, rightfully so. I mean, it's they've, uh, they put in the work and, um, they deserve you know, I'm recognition. excited to talk about them. One thing though, it's crazy that the state tournament is, um, Less than a week away. um It just seems like this this year's flown by. I mean, I don't oh, know about you, so and I've, I've I've tweeted it before, but like, there's so many snow days or like cancellations for snow, like whether I guess they're snow days or after school activities were canceled or whatever. Like, it seems like we never put in like a complete week, maybe one week since maybe November that we actually put in like three or four practices and a match and tournament or whatever it is. But see, that's why you yeah. you, you,
1: I'm, you I know you guys have one. But, like, I need a gym in the area that loves wrestlers and wrestling that we can put mats in and just use that on snow days. Like, obviously, it can't be, like, a sanctioned practice because it's against the rules. But, like, the kids can go get a workout in. The coaches don't need to be there. Kids can go get a workout in on a snow day on a right. wrestling mat. <laughs> like, yeah, it's we, a big deal.
0: We, we've we got the the, uh, the boxing club that, like, when Bear was a senior last year, he... You know, got the kids together and he did captain workouts, which totally legal. It's not an actual yeah, practice. Absolutely. But like recently, just Friday, actually, we we sent out a thing saying, like, send us your workout. So people were, I mean, up in Governor, New York, people are, our 102 pounder put a, a 40 pound uh, backpack on and traveled like a mile and a half through the woods, um, through the hey. snow. Just Let's get a workout out of You know what I'm saying? Like loud and swaying type crap. But, uh, what a savage. Yeah, so I mean that's that's uh where we're at with that, but like I can't wait for this wrestling facility that is coming to Governor New York. We we're gonna start building here, I think, and uh w- once we have that, we'll be able to to practice, um you know when there's snow days and all that good stuff. But you know talking about that though, I was looking at, and I I've, I've never been to Long Island. Um, I've actually been to Long Island once, but not for wrestling. Um, but looking at the schools, like we were talking about, how far certain schools are, or how close certain schools are from uh from each other, but I was looking at, MacArthur and Wanta are, like, 1.6 miles away from each other. <laughs> Did you realize that? Like, or Sayville and, like, Bayport is, like, 3.2 miles. I'm like...
1: Dude, they have... That's why Long Island is so good, that's why they're gonna stay good, because there's there's so many people in this concentrated area where they yeah. have great coaches and they have state champions a mile away to go practice with.
0: Yeah. Everywhere. It's it's just nuts I mean I, I I couldn't get over looking at it on the maps that I'm like just kind of doing a little bit of research and I'm like wow like these schools are right on top of each other for the most part and obviously the the wrestling history down on strong island is phenomenal as well right um but yes. Yeah, so enough of that talk let's uh let's I got get a grape into the,
1: I got a grape to pick before we get into the, the preview
0: let's hear it let's hear it
1: youth tournament directors oh if you are running a novice tournament please Do not make parents and wrestlers who have been wrestling for less than two years sit in a gym until 6 o'clock at night from 9 a.m. Actually, some of them probably got there at 7.30 when it was check-in time. So 7.30 in the morning to 6 o'clock at night. You're trying to introduce kids to the sport in a positive way, making them sit in a gym for 11 hours. You're not going to bring kids back, and you're not going to bring parents back. Please, if you're running a novice tournament, especially a novice tournament, don't make us sit in a gym for 11 hours. You're yeah. not doing the sport any favors.
0: Yeah, that's not good. I, mean, I was actually just talking to a, uh, a parent that her kid just wrestled in her first tournament uh, yesterday, Beaver River up up in section three and a... And he's, she's like, Oh, you know, I hope he does good, whatever. I'm like, he's not going to know the difference, whether he, he does good or does, doesn't do good. I mean, you know, winning is in losing at that age right there is not crazy, but I said, you, you just got to make sure he has good experience because if he doesn't have a good experience, um, you know, you're not going to want to go back next weekend or like some, obviously most parents do Saturday, Sunday tournaments. I mean, you'd rather go get an ice cream cone and, and go watch cartoons or something for the rest of your you know, day rather than sitting in a, a gym wrestling like three matches, like one every two hours. You know that's that's bad. So, yeah, I yeah, agree it's with you. So bad, so I bad. Eleven
1: hours. Some kids wrestled four times or five times, whatever. You're wrestling once every two hours. That's just not acceptable. Get us out of the gym, please. Don't try to make yeah. money. Don't don't put three hundred kids in the gym because you want more money. Like if you want to go somewhere, anybody, any, any sports, any any favors.
0: If you want to spend a bunch of hours in a in a wrestling area. Uh, go to the state tournament this weekend or next weekend, rather Friday, Saturday uh, MVP arena. I recommend doing that instead of going to a peewee tournament for 11 hours. Um, yes, but, sir.
1: And it's probably better for your kids to watch the high level high school wrestling than it is to
0: uh, get it a couple extra matches. In. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I
1: know I'm bringing my kids up. My kids are not going to wrestle next weekend and they're going to go to the state championships.
0: Mm-hmm. Get a soft pretzel, watch them wrestling. Oh, can't beat it. You know what I you know right. think it did? Hold on. Look
1: for those of you thinking about going to States this weekend or or thinking about taking your kids, I know it seems like a tough thing to make your kids sit through that tournament, but I'll tell you what, I took my eight year old there last year and it flipped the switch in him for motivation. And he saw what happened. He saw the state finals. The state finals is a spectacle. They make that thing huge. They're playing the music. The lights are going crazy. The kids are down there all bouncing and the finalists are getting excited. And the in the and my son, I know he lit up when he saw that. He was like, "This is so cool!" And ever since then, he said his goal is to win a high school state championship. As an eight-year-old, he set that goal because of watching the state finals. I love it. Like it's going to be a good thing for your kids to watch that if you take them there. Again, I know it's hard as a parent to to you know follow your kid around all weekend, but let them take their tablets, get keep their attention here and there, let them have some let them have some fun, but let them watch some top, top wrestling. It'll really make their motivation go up. I, I promise.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. The presentation that the New York state, I mean, other States, obviously I've seen, uh, you know, just this weekend as well have great presentations uh, for the New York state their state tournament, but the way NISFA does it, um, it's pretty awesome. Right. The, the final walkout, like it just it gets you pumped up and uh, I can't wait for uh, the food fighters to the, you know, to be playing, Um, you know, Motley crew, kickstart my heart, you know, whatever. I just, I'm pumped. I'm, uh, I'm ready for Friday. Actually, I'm ready for Thursday. Get down there, get practice. Yeah, and uh,
1: Thursday at one o'clock. We're leaving at one o'clock.
0: Fun get few days. We might leave 4:30. on Wednesday because I uh, maybe not, but we've left on a Wednesday before, but I, I guess we're getting another winter storm morning, you know, for the Oof. later in the week. So shocker. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get into the seeds. So the seeds, we're probably going to talk, you know, the top five seeds at every weight, but we'll talk uh, in depth at you know, a lot of the weights, uh, whether it's the quarterfinals or the semifinals of, you know, what we expect. Obviously, seeds aren't going to go to chalk. And uh, a lot of the weights we're going to talk, well, I'll, I'm going to probably bring up the Eastern States because there's a lot of cross-referencing from whether it's Eastern States or the Windsor Tournament um, that a lot of these guys saw each other at during the season. Division one, 102 pounds. Number one seed, we got Cooper Murley of Newburgh. Two seed, we got William Soto of Newburgh. Three seed, Connor Sheridan of Hop four-seed John Testa of Hilton, and the five-seed Ryan Munn of Carthage. So one thing I got I to gotta say, and I don't know how many times we're going to see it this next weekend, but how many weight classes could we see four kids from two different schools on the podium You know, at the same weight? You know, with, with Sheridan and Montoff of um, Hawpog, and then you got Merley and Soto of of uh, Newburgh. I mean, all four of those I mean, guys could play <laughs> some.
1: Finally, the last time we had two kids from the same school in the state finals. Because that's absolutely possible.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty crazy too. I mean, I, I there's a lot of different like scenarios that I've seen looking at these brackets and I'm like, wow, there's two kids from the same school at this weight, at that weight, at this weight. Like, it's just great yeah. for the depth, and uh, obviously, if some of these sections are, you know, obviously some sections had two, some sections had three being sent, but uh, you know, you really got to trust yourself and you know there, there's got to be some kind of like Carthage, for example, I mean, that kid actually at 126, you know, ended up wrestling for true second. Well, you, you're going to have to trust that process where you're, you're going to, that's the, the weight class you need to go instead of, you know, going up a weight because you already know that you lost to him in wrestle offs or something. But, uh, yeah, this weight we could see, uh, in all Newburgh finals, um, but not so fast. Andrula of Long Beach only lost him early three to nothing at the Eastern States. Um, Monta, Andrula, and Testa all lost in the blood rounds at the Eastern States as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, all these section 11 kids are really tough. Yeah. Um, the Monta kid, the, the sorry, LeGal Ryan. He's also really good. Um, I mean, there's, there's some, there's some studs in here.
0: Yeah. Raleigh and uh, so the all quarter finals, um, the quarter finals or the quarterfinals for the all hall potentially is Monta and Sheridan. Um, so like I said, Monta has got to get past Andrula, uh, which he beat um, earlier in the year, but, Sheridan and Hopaw could meet for the sixth time this year, um, so that's just got to be rough for the Hopaw coaches. But that's a good uh good situation to have because the winner of that gets to be in the semifinals. So, yeah, as a wrong. coach,
1: as a coach, what do you do there? I know uh, most people, most people say, "Oh, we're not going to coach our kids. Uh, they're on the same team. We don't coach them." But you're in the state quarterfinals without a coach in your corner, like that.
0: That's got to be hard. Yeah, you, you kind of got to be there for. You know I feel like someone's certain support. gotta coach him, you know? Even but if you're not like, coaching necessarily against you know, the kid, but like you're also helping a kid determine what it, what he wants to do, like whether he should probably go top, bottom, or neutral. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. They might need that guidance where it is what it is. The best wrestler is gonna win, but like you're you're gonna put him in that situation to help him win, you know?
1: Yeah. I see that's where you take the dads out of the stands for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> they Let could the only get in the
0: corner. <laughs> they could only wish. Right. Uh, um so I, one thing to mention as well is that Grey Lou Kid from Mahonison is a senior um and he actually lost to Soto 10 to 6 last month. I was there for that match at the uh the King Bison uh, Invitational at Shaker. so yeah this uh this weight is pretty tough and obviously uh Murley won the Eastern States um so that's something to note as well.
1: Yeah I mean there, there's so many and actually it's not often at 102 that I'm like hey I know that kid. hey, I know that kid too. You know, like typically at one oh two you're seeing a bunch of kids you never heard of before. Um but this this year seems feels a little different.
0: Yeah. I mean Murley beat Sheridan five to one in the finals, uh, at the Eastern States. But yeah, this this year definitely for Division One at one oh two, this this definitely feels a little bit of different as well. Um but yeah, so I mean that's kind of what I got for D one 102 Are we making picks? Yeah, I mean we we can make picks. Let's do it. All right.
1: Let's see. Let me All right. Get, uh... actually
0: one thing, one person I've got to give some uh, some respect to is uh, Ryan Munn of Carthage. He's 35-0. and 0. Um, He's definitely a sleeper. I mean, I, I can see him getting past Testa. Obviously, Murley's a, a pretty large test if he makes the semis. But, yeah, Ryan Munn, he's a young stud from Carthage. And uh, I can definitely see him making the semis. Did
1: Soto uh, beat Murley at some point this year?
0: Uh, yeah, honestly, I, who's Murley? What's his uh record, actually?
1: He's 44-3. and
0: Oh,
1: I'm trying to figure out his, how Soto got the two seed. Did, did he go to Eastern States, too?
0: Yes, he did. He so took... He was there. Soto took fourth at Eastern States, lost to Jaron Barrientos.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Who's up weight class, right?
0: Yeah. No, nope, that was the same weight. Oh. I could tell you in two seconds who... Uh, Murley lost you though. So Cooper Murley lost Dania Sumbabana uh, nineteen to five. He lost to Malachi Stratton of Sussex Central. And he lost to Anthony Legala Ryan of Longwood. Ah, the
1: seventh seed. I knew he was good. The Legala Ryan kid's tough.
0: Yeah. He must have, yeah. he must have taken mean, third again. in the
1: section though. He must have lost to to um sure Sher- Sheridan.
0: Yeah, he must have lost Sheridan. There's actually, I think it's 118, which I'll get into that when we get there. But there's, it's, uh, there, it's a mess. Um, but it, I kind of made sense in my head how they did it seeding wise, but uh, yeah, for uh, for my pick though, for this weight, I'm gonna go with Sheridan.
1: You know, what? I'm, I'm going with Legally Ryan. I'm taking the seventh seed.
0: Ooh, I like that.
1: I think, I think he pulls it off. All right, all right. Uh, right, 102 D2. Yes, send it. Number one seed, Maverick Beckwith out of Norwich. Number two seed, Logan Bellis out of Tioga. Number three seed, Jacob Lucinski out of Newfane. Four seed, Tommy Aiello out of John Glenn. This is where I get excited. Number five seed, Charlie Wiley out of Port Jervis. And then number six seed, Owen, Lans- Owen Clark out of Lansing. Three section four kids in the top six. That gets my heart pumping, right? But you got to give love to Charlie Wiley. From Port Jervis. She got one loss on the year. She's thirty-eight and one. She just won the the girl state championship. She wrestled in the boys' state dual championship. And now here she is at the boys state championship as the number five seed. That's wild. Yeah.
0: It is wild. Yeah. I mean, she's tough. She kind of impressed me. I mean, she did impress me last year as well. I watched a few of her matches. Um, you know, one thing that I do wish this year though was to see Kellison Naglu of the new thing, um, healthy. I assume that he's out with an injury uh, is the reason why he missed the postseason. Um, but he has 11 to win, 11 to one win over Beckwith this year. And he is not at the tournament, obviously. Um, That's tough. It is tough. But, you know, obviously, Lusinski's stepping up for his teammate and uh, he's looking to make a run himself. One one thing to note is Tommy Aiello uh, watched him at Fargo this year. Uh, or this past year, I guess uh, he's a he's a tough guy to have in your in your way as well. Though you know, I can see him making Especially it to as the a semis. One seed.
1: I feel bad. I mean, Maverick Beckwith, the one seed. You usually you get the one seed. And you're expecting, oh hey, I got a pretty good path at least to the semis, maybe even right. to the finals. The one seed, Tommy Aiello's 32 and 0. Yep. I mean, yeah, he's, he's tough. He's good. He's a sophomore at 102. I mean, I don't know, man. That's tough. I mean, back to Wiley too. I mean, she's 38 and 1, but. To meet Ayello in the quarterfinals. Um, I mean, I hope she can pull it out. But Tommy, Tommy's good.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you know, not to mention these second round matches either. Uh Lucinski beat the 14th seed, uh, Newman four to three. And then Walsman's probably gonna have Clark as well, which I mean, Clark, uh, shout out to Owen. Um, I hope he does well. Obviously, his dad's from my area. So, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to watching Owen this year and then you know, four more years from now as well. But, you know, could Bellas start things off hot for Tioga, right? They do really well in Albany. You know, may, maybe he's their hot star for Tioga. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, I got I got four Section Four guys in the semis. I got Beckwith like making the semis. I got Clark t- making the semis. And I got Bellas making the semis. But I got Bellas in the finals. And I think I got to, unfortunately, go with no offense to Tommy Ilo. Good kid. It's not unfortunate. I'm a Section Four guy. Tommy Ilo's in the finals against Logan. And I, and I, I think Tommy wins the state title.
0: Damn, yeah, I'm going with Tommy Ayello as well. 32-0, to give
1: I do want to give, give a comment to Kale Stewart. He's a senior. Man, I mean, when you're a senior at 102, I mean, you never know what can happen.
0: Really? I mean, you yeah. you obviously, like I mentioned at ND1, like you've got the – you should have the, uh you know, almost grown man strength on these guys, especially some right. of the guys. I mean, but he is wrestling another senior as I, first, was just, uh, I was just I was
1: just going to say that, yeah.
0: You know. Who's 34
1: and 1? He's 34 and 1 on the year, so. Yeah. Uh Devonte Ortiz from Tamarack.
0: This weight's fun though because nobody in this bracket has stepped on the New York State podium yet. So it's like Yeah. There's eight eight wrestlers, I'm not going to say eight guys, there's eight wrestlers that are, are going to be stepping on the podium for the first time at this weight, so that's something cool.
1: You're going to see a lot of emotion in this weight class, pretty cool.
0: Yeah, no, I mean it's it's fun. I mean, and that's another cool thing is it's that kind of energy really bumps you up too because it's one oh two, it's the start, like the quarterfinals right at one oh two, you're gonna you're gonna have kids that are making it to the semis or kids that are making it to the finals, and it's like, wow, like they're gonna make them names for themselves right here today tournament. So I'm looking forward to that. Let's go to uh division one, 110 pounds. The one seed we got Denia Simbamana Long Beach which you just watched his film, right? I just watched his film as well on Flow Films. Very good film.
1: Yeah, they did a great job. We,
0: yeah. Two seed, we got Ryan Ferraro of Chenega Forks, The three seed, Evan Gersoy of Midwood, four seed, Luke Satriano of Valley Central, and at the five, Ralph Keeney of Boston Spa. All right. We're going to see, We well, potentially we're going to see Satriano versus Simbomana again in the semis. That's uh, going to be fireworks.
1: Yeah, I mean, oh, I I don't want to complain about seeding. I really don't, because out of all the states, I don't think New York does a terrible job with their criteria. They have a very vivid set criteria that they follow, even though sometimes it makes mistakes. But you got to get Satriano and Subamana on the opposite sides of the bracket. You have to. you got to find a way.
0: So Satriano is the four seed. He has a 5-3 win over Keeney this year. Um, but had he not lost in the quarterfinals at Eastern States, he would have wrestled Gersoy in the semis. You know, obviously, in the winner of that match, probably gets the three seed, right? I mean, yeah. Satriano yeah. beats Gersoy; he's a three. Gersoy's probably the four, um, but that match didn't happen, so Gersoy's a three. Satriano's the four. Um, Gersoy did beat Satriano for third place last year at the States. Uh, that's something to note. Yeah. Um, another thing is we got Kieran McGee in the weight class. He's thirty and zero. He's the sixth seed. Um, one thing I noticed though he doesn't have many matches outside of section five. So, um, you know, I don't know how to, you know, look at that per se, but um Yeah, I mean also, there's a couple but, kids this year
1: who have a lot of who are undefeated with a lot of wins but aren't seated very high uh just because they didn't have the the competition points. So um Yeah, you don't you get me started on that. Did, I mean you don't really know what they got, you know?
0: Yeah. Some people stay in sections, some people go to certain sections, some people go to Vermont. I mean, I'm not knocking Knocking names right now, but if you're listening to this and <laughs> the shoe fits, you know, it's, it's probably you. But uh, another thing, Magliano uh, and Zimmerman are both pretty equal. Um, but I think Ryan gets a job done against either of them, you know, and makes his second appearance to stay state semis.
1: Yeah, I agree. I got Ryan in the semis. Um, and Grisoy is going to be, I think, the guy that he sees there.
0: Yep.
1: I mean I think anything could happen there. I'm I'm gonna go with the guy who's been there, the guy who's done it. I'm gonna go with Ryan to make the finals again. Um and up top, I, I wanna mention uh Jason Ukeda again. I know I talked about him last year. Mm-hmm. Last year he had some crazy stat, like I don't remember exactly what it was, but he I wanna say like thirty five wins when thirty five bonus point wins going into the state tournament.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I remember Sorry. remember I remember talking about that. I'm like like, obviously, I've seen his name in the bracket. I'm like, eh, maybe I should uh, give him some more love. But um, yeah, he up also top, those it
1: together last year for me. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, Dunya, Luke Satriano in the semifinals. It's hard to pick against Dunya, especially after you just watched his flow film. But <laughs> yeah. like, I, I feel like I want to see the rivalry created here, you know?
0: Like, yeah, Satriano I mean... defeated. Um, it would be something if Satriano beat him, though. I mean,
1: it would be, it would be, and it was a good match last year. Um, he got the cutback to kind of blow it open, blow it wide open. Um, but Satriano beat beat a kid who beat Dunya this year, so it's not like it's out of the realm of possibility. Anything can happen in Albany, so give me Satriano in the finals.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, I'm picking the winner of that match, obviously, to to win the the title, just because I, I'm I'm really high on Satriano, but of course he is a. Uh, running into somebody like Dania, um, returning state champion. He, he's got all the momentum right now. He's, he's kind of going to be famous a little bit, you know, with that yeah, full yeah. film, but yeah, well, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take Satriano as well in this, this Whoa, week.
1: Whoa, I thought I was going to be alone.
0: No, no. I mean, Oh, wow. I'm a big Dania guy and obviously he shines bright in Albany, but Satriano, I, I felt bad last year and, you know, he's done well this year too. And, uh, I'm hoping he kind of gets the job done. I mean, I'm I'm not really on either side, I guess, but I think yeah. whoever comes out the top is uh, going to be the champ. You know, Satriano really went on a tear at Eastern States too on the backside when he didn't uh, when obviously he didn't make the semi, so he he won a few matches, took third, um, and in in a, in a pretty tough weight as well.
1: Yeah, this is where it gets hard for me. I love Ryan for I love the Ferraros.
0: Yeah, me uh, too. He's got a. I want to see Ryan win a sure. state I can't.
1: title, man. I want to see him win a state title so bad.
0: His time's coming.
1: It is. It is. It is. So, who you got? Who you taking? You taking Ryan or you taking Satriano?
0: See, and it's hard not to go with Ryan because Ryan has been in the state finals before, right? Like, if yes. Satriano goes, yes. maybe he doesn't perform as well as you know you normally would for your first time in the state finals, or your you know second time if you've been there before. I, I've got to go with Sandrion with this weight, though.
1: Give me Ryan. I'm taking Ryan. I'm not Let's doing go. it.
0: Section four, Ryan, back baby. to back to back.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah,
0: no, I can't. Can't blame you there.
1: That's fair. I'm a little bit biased. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. D2 110. Number one seed, Section four is Darren Florence. Number two seed, Section four is Caleb Cole. Number three seed, Gavin Mangano from Shoreham, waiting river number four seed, Chris Noto from HFL five seed Ashton Haley from Cobleskill, Richmondville, and number five seed. Once again, section four is Aiden Schufelt.
0: Yeah, this feels so, a lot
1: like last year.
0: This yeah, exactly. Like Florence and Noto year. could, could meet again in the semis this year yet again. Um, yep. Noto does have a seven to zero win over the five seed Haley section two. So that's mm-hmm. something to note. Um, and another thing, Magnano of Shoreham Wading River actually was out last year due to injury. You know, he was a guy that I saw at Windsor, and I'm like, man, this kid's going to be tough at the end of the year. He was still young last year, still young this year. But, you know, he comes into this tournament undefeated, winning the Eastern States with a win over Noto in the process. Um, you know, but he might have to get by three section four guys to stand on that top of the podium at Albany. Paul um, does have two wins over Ryan Ferrara um, this year and lost a close one to Florence at sectionals. I mean, score wise, you were there. I don't know how the match actually went. Um, yeah, you it was know the close. top six. I mean,
1: it's, it's it's been close a few times they've wrestled. Um, I want to say Darren pulled away in the third period. I can't remember exactly what happened. But, man, I don't actually. I don't think so. Go ahead. The keep the, going uh, the top out. six
0: in this weight are, are tough though. But well, somebody to not overlook at the 11th seed is Gary McDowell. Um, you know he will have probably he'll probably win his first match and then he'll have Shoe felt in the, the second round. So. That's definitely a tough round or tough match for Shoeville, I think.
1: All right. So it was 5 3. I wish I could really can't remember how the end of that match went. I was preoccupied, you know, coaching. So I don't like really to remember, how, I don't exactly remember how it went, but that's okay. You got this week Les. I got Caleb Cole.
0: Caleb Cole. I mean, kid. I knew you are hot on Caleb Cole, and uh, obviously he's had a great year. Um, I think, honestly, whoever. Comes out at the bottom. I mean, I know Florence is Florence and he's he thought himself. I think McNano is a little bit more mature than he was last year, a little bit stronger. Um, obviously, he hasn't wrestled Florence this year. Florence's lone loss this year was to who was it? Was the the,
1: uh, um, Lake Island,
0: Lake Island. Yeah, I was gonna say several of these kids were uh, the out of state losses, but um, McNano undefeated, um versus Caleb Cole in the semis, I think is what we're gonna see. Um, I think whoever wins that. He's gonna knock off Florence. I mean, that's kind of bold because Florence is a is returning New York bold. State champ, and he looks so good. But uh, you know, Cole obviously is right there to beat Florence, and uh, Magnano is really tough. Like,
1: yeah, I mean, my my justification is a little different. I think if Magnano makes the finals, I think it's Florence once again winning a state title. But my justification, I think, I, my justification for Caleb is not that I think he's a better wrestler but because they've wrestled so many times they were practicing in the off season. Mm-hmm. I just think I think he's got one coming. I think he's got one coming and I think it I think it could be this one. I just yeah. uh, he's been so close multiple times with Florence. And Florence is a great wrestler, so I'm not I mean, this is not a knock on him. I, like I said, I actually think he might be the better wrestler. I think he's kind of proven that. I think it's kind of inevitable. He's beaten him what three times I think two uh, two times this year. Um last year I just think I just think Caleb Cole's got one coming to him, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm picking Magnano. And, like, again, it's from last year. I did pick him to win the Eastern States this year, which he did. He beat Noto 6-2 to two in the semis. Um, he beat Grussoy 4-2 four, four to two in the finals. Um, you know, and, and this is also a weight that Satriano was at. But, you know, I, that's why I'm high on him. And uh, I just I, – I really like to see if he, him taps, test himself against Cole in the semis and – Again, I think if he if he beats Cole, he's, he's going to knock off Florence in the finals. But
1: I'm excited to see his quarterfinal match with Shufel. I got to mention Shufel. I mentioned – I mean, obviously, I'm a four guy. I'm going to mention all these guys. But Shufel keeps it close to everybody, and he's got a big move in his back pocket all the time. So, um, I, I can see that being a lot closer than people are going to think it will be.
0: Yeah. Now, Shufel is tough. I mean, and then you got Anthony Valls, right? He Did he place his states last year, and he didn't even qualify? Uh, I don't think in he
1: placed. Did he place?
0: I don't know. Honestly, I know he I, I, thought he...
1: I don't know if he placed or not. Actually, yeah. you know what? He had to place because people were getting uh, quality points for points him for beating him.
0: Yeah, he had to place. Yeah, I want to say it was seventh or eighth, but um, yeah, because they were know. getting they
1: were getting eighteen quality points for beating him, so he definitely placed.
0: Yeah, damn, that's a, uh, I mean, that's a loaded weight, and I mean, I'll I'll talk about one eighty nine as well for section three as a loaded weight as well when we get there, but. Uh, moving on to 118 pounds, division one. Uh, scroll down to get to it. 118 pounds, division one. We got Matthew Marlow, the returning New York State champ from Northport. The two seed we got Anthony Clem of Wata, Three seed Richard Wood of Brockport. Four seed Angel Benegas of Unindale, and the five seed Rocco Fucha of Walkill. All right. So Clem has one loan actually he's got four losses on the year, but his one big loss this year was to Ryan Devins of Saranac at the Eastern States, which kind of stopped us from seeing Marlowe versus Clem um, the match. We didn't get to see. Hopefully we do get to see it, at the, the state tournament this year. Um, you know, Clem has a loss since Eastern States though, uh, to Ryan Devins. Um, he does have a few wins over Dania Sibimana as well. Dania bumped up to wrestle him. Uh, so that's something to note. Um, Wood and Gamo versus Eric uh, is a good quarterfinals that I'm circling. Uh, you know, they both have wins, close wins over McVig this year. Snowy falls Lima, so it's kind of cross-referencing D2. But uh, it's funny. You know, Wood is a three-seed, and his lone blemish on the, the year is to McGee, um, who is seated lower than him down at 110. So I just kind of thought it was funny, like uh, McGee of Penfield, that is. And then Eric, he actually has a win over the eight-seed Rivera of Mahonneson. But since Eric is blocked by a sectional champ, he can't be seated higher. Wow. So there's a some, – some, you're going to see that at several of these weights that you might have a win over somebody, but you're blocked by your sectional champ because you lost to him at the sectionals.
1: Yeah, that is tough sometimes. The yeah. way they block kids is kind of weird. I feel like – so, like, when I was doing my seedings this year, like, I, I, I've i been a couple years since I've actually done seeds, but I thought that what they would do is if – so, like, say the 9 beat the 4. It would take mm-hmm. the 9 to the 4, but be, the 7 also beat the 9, so now he's going to jump the 9. So now he's the 4, the 9 becomes the 5, and then the previous 4 becomes a 6. That kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. But my, they didn't do it that way.
0: So my dad uh, obviously goes to the seating meetings as a chairman up here, and some of the stuff that is explained, like, this gets you on the board and this get we'll be able to get you jumped and this, that, and the other. It's just, it's kind of confusing, but, you know, looking at some of these seeds, um, I kind of understand and make sense of a lot of it. So I didn't yeah. need as much explaining this year, looking at the brackets as I have in years past. Um, but you know, one guy that I, I did say was Tomogamo of Indian river, the sixth seed. Um, I honestly think him and Eric, whoever wins that match, which Eric's not to be overlooked as well, but whoever wins that match, I, I can see in the semis against Clem, um, you know, I, I think Clem is on that work path to Marlowe. Um, you know, Marlowe's obviously the returning state champ. He's looked great this year. He won the Eastern States, you know, easy in the finals because Devin made that run, and it was way too much for Devon's. But All right, so as I mentioned, Matthew Marlowe of Northport versus Anthony Clem, Wanta. Hey, they are on a war path together uh, to meet each other. Marlowe is undefeated 36-0, and 0, and I don't see him losing – at this tournament.
1: No, I don't I don't see I don't see him losing either. Matt Marlowe's on a, on another level. Um I would like to see him pushed with Clint, possibly. Um, but I, I think that I don't know, I think that there's a chance that it gets man, I could see Gamo pulling something out of his butt. I mean he's beaten state champions in the past. Um Eric's also really good. Whiteley from Section Two is actually also really good. I've watched him. Uh, I watched him be. Uh, Joey Florence this year. Um, I mean, who's the two seeded? So, D-
0: <laughs> one thing that I did see at the Eastern States, um, which I, not remembering it right now, Anthony Clem Tech fall to Malgamo fifteen and nothing. So, and that's something that like I now I can't get out of my head right now. Um, but that's a. Uh, the reason why I'm gonna use uh I'm gonna go with Gamal over or go with Clem over Gamal in that semis. I mean I know the state tournament is a whole different animal, but um I cannot see that.
1: <laughs> I mean that's hard to look, that's hard
0: to look past, but I just
1: I don't know. I mean I'm still picking Clem, but but it'd be nice to see somebody push push him there.
0: Yeah. Um. One thing as well as uh Marco Future of Wallkill. Beat Tamal Gamo eleven to ten for fifth and six at the Eastern States. So Future is the five seed. Tamal Gamo is the 6th seed. So, um, you know, they, there's a lot of parity right there between maybe the three, four, and five. I mean, I don't know much about Wood, but I mean, I, I for some reason I can see Gamo knocking him off in the quarterfinals to uh, to bring back a, another state place finisher. Actually, Alex Booth made the semis last year as well, so wouldn't be anything new for Indian River.
1: All right, Uh-oh. give me uh, give me Marlow just to make it
0: official. Yeah, going with Marlow as well.
1: All right, D two one eighteen, Chase Neville is number one seed out of Copenhagen section three, <clears throat> Joey Florence out of B G A H section four, Cade Sands from Addison section five, Jaden Duncanson the four out of Tioga, Gene Edwards out of C V A, is the from out of is the five out of three. Um yeah, I mean this is this is a fun weight for me personally. I've had a chance to watch mo all these top guys wrestled multiple times. Um I've gotten a chance to see Gene Edwards wrestle a few times, Jaden Duncanson, obviously from four, Cade Sands, I've been working with for a long time. Um on and off here and there. Uh Joey Florence, I've watched watch him a lot. Chase Neville's I get to watch him a few times this year. So I- I'm excited for this weight class. I've had a chance to really see a lot of these kids compete. Um and one thing i'll say is chase nevels stands out.
0: yes. yeah, definitely. i mean, nevels is so good on his feet. like i don't know if there's a there's a person in this bracket that can hang with him on his feet. there's people that can slow him down. joy florence did a great job of slowing him down at windsor. Um, mm-hmm. but i honestly just if he when he gets rolling, it's he's going to be hard to stop. Well, the thing I noticed is there's like six, and I I might be missing one, but there's I think there's a total of six New York State place finishers in this bracket, whether they placed last year or uh, in years past. But um, top top half of this bracket, we've got Ryan Devins, who placed second at Eastern States. Again, he went on that crazy run. Um, He's seeded eighth. Devins and McVig, Lafanoi Falls, Lima. Um, They're going to battle right in the round of 16, both battle of returning New York State place finishers. Um, the winner does get Chase Nevels, though. It's a bad consolation prize. Um, he's looking to bring that New York State title back to Tug Hill. Duncanson and Edwards are in the other quarterfinals up top. Uh, Duncanson pinned Edwards at the state duels less than a month ago. Um, so I, I can see Duncanson making the semis against Neville's up top. And then Florence and Sands are down low. Florence beat Sands 4-1. to one. Um, but It was a so- close Sof-
1: match. Yeah.
0: And the Suffolk County boys aren't to be overlooked. Uh, Chris Colon lost to Florence last year in overtime at the Windsor tournament. Um crazy Windsor tournament last year. Um uh, but the 11 seed Joey Carson, Carson Calmary, Cal- the 11 seed, uh, you know, he played 6 at the State tournament last year at 102. And mm-hmm. uh so crazy. Crazy wait. Yeah.
1: The match between Sands and Florence at the Southern Tier Memorial Tournament. Yep. Uh Sands was up 1-0 going into the third period. Uh was running his crab ride and ended up giving up a four point move in the third period to lose four to one.
0: So you're saying there's a chance.
1: There's a chance. And right. oh, man, it's hard because I, I, so like the Florence brothers the and, and Caleb Cole, they all wrestle for gorilla grapplers. Um, I, I can't claim to know their coach very, very well, but we follow each other on Facebook. I follow That's them a lot. I love his passion for his guys. Yep. So I hate I hate picking against these guys because I like them a lot. But Cade Sands, man, I love Cade Sands. He's a great kid. I work with him quite a bit. Um, I got to go Dude, Cade in the finals here. Just put
0: on your purple shirt, man.
1: Hold on. It's a red shirt, all right, that just has a little speck of sand on it, you know?
0: Put on your purple Section 5 shirt, man. I can't Just go ahead and do it. it. Come on now. All right, whatever. All right, I'm going, go. oh, I'm, I'm going with Chase yeah. Nevels up top. I'm just kidding. going with Chase Nevels up top. Um, you know, obviously, I, I I'm gonna go with Florence probably down low, and maybe I mean, you you definitely uh, sent me a text uh, about Sands beating uh, Jaden, I believe, at the uh yep. Southern Tier Memorial, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, Sands beat Jaden at yeah, the so, Southern Tier.
0: Yeah, um, but so in that quarter down low, Cologne's gonna probably have the winner of probably is probably gonna have the returning state place finisher Cal Mary of uh, Southwestern, the 11 seed. Um, but yeah, I think Sands get past Cologne or Calmary, whoever wins there. And Then uh, he's gonna have a rematch with Florence in the semis. Um, but if I don't will. think, I don't think either has um, what it takes to get past Neville's. I, mean, I do. But I don't see it happening.
1: I unfortunately agree. I think whoever wins that semis loses to Neville's in the finals. Um, Neville's is just—he's an animal, dude.
0: It's great um, weight. I'd, though. Loved, I mean, I'd love
1: to see Cade make. I'd love to see Cade when I say title, though. That'd be that'd be awesome. Cade works yeah. his butt off every day, finds ways to get to another to rooms just to, to get workouts in. And man, he's just he's such a good kid.
0: Yeah, actually, there's five New York State place finishers in the top half of the bracket: Jaden Duncanson, Gene Edwards, Ryan Devins, Jake McVig, Chase Nevles. That's, that's actually wild. crazy. <laughs> that yeah, is wild. crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the bracket. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Chase Nebbles though. Can't yeah. can't go wrong with that. Chase Nevels, state champion. All right, this is the interesting weight 126 division 1. We got Jaden Crumpler of Niagara Falls as the 1 seed. Also from Niagara Falls we've got Amarillo Reynolds uh to 2 seed. The 3 seed we got Joseph Clem of Wanta. 4 seed we got Ray Adams of Calhoun. And the 5 seed we got Joseph Manfredi of Herricks. So mm,
1: wow, wasn't Manfredi and Crumpler in the final last year?
0: Or am I getting that uh, backwards? So hold on, let me get to this. Uh, let me get to my notes a little bit. So this is another situation like last week. The five seed Manfredi took second at the Eastern States, beating the number one seed Crumpler in the semis, four to three. But again, Nassau County is crazy. Um, they're 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 loaded. Uh, it's showing the true true strength here. We've got Clem took first at the counties, followed by Adams, and then Manfredi. And, you know, honestly, whoever comes out that top half, any of the Section 8 kids could win this tournament on, on any given day. Well, Crumpler is proven to be a hammer in himself. You know, Manfredi is a returning New York State champ. Crumpler, the runner-up. Uh, you know, one of them will not be returning to the mat one on Saturday night. So, it's, it's Okay,
1: so I was right. Manfredi did wrestle Crumpler in the state finals last year.
0: I believe so, correct.
1: That's wild, and then brother wrestled in the semis. <laughs> so wait, who beat Manfredi? Did Clem beat Manfredi, or did Adams beat Manfredi
0: at sectionals? Marlowe beat Crumpler last year at states. Oh okay, yeah. Manfredi lost a um, so different. Monta, or game. Manfredi beat Monta, of Hopwog. Okay. Yep. Um. Now that you mention it, I I don't know who uh who beat who. To be honest with you. Um, at that weight, I'm gonna
1: assume Adams had to have beaten Manfredi considering he's the four, and Menfredi's right. not ahead of yeah, him. Yeah, that's
0: that's and a if great. Menfredi was uh,
1: a state champion; he yeah, would be put as the one automatically unless he lost to somebody on the board.
0: Yeah, I agree. So he would. Uh, yeah, he's probably he probably lost to Adams, which is just crazy. So the three, four, and five seed all from Section Eight, I could see either any of them winning. And uh, yeah, this is gonna be a
1: this is gonna be a fun. fun Fun top half of the bracket. Another top half that's absolutely loaded. Yes,
0: man. Friday beat Crumpler four to three in the semis at Eastern States. And Crumpler beat Clem, who did nothing in the quarterfinals.
1: See, this is this way. It's nuts. when yeah. like, you look at the bottom half. I don't. I'm not like overly impressed with who I see. You know, not to not to shut anybody down. Everybody here is good. They're all state qualifiers. Um, but when you compare the top half to the bottom half, it's like, ooh, what the heck's going on here?
0: Yeah, so the bottom half, Clem, obviously, um, he had himself a really good county tournament, so he's the three yeah. seed, um, and, and Reynolds is, is tough in himself. I believe Reynolds placed six. I think he did the slide uh, at the Eastern States. He took sixth, forfeited out, and uh, he's down at the two. Um, a few of the guys to note: Taylor Brewery, I've watched him at Saratoga Springs. Um, I don't see him getting by Clem in that quarters, and then – the bottom part, Pittsburgh. We got Masick, Stale, the ninth grader, thirty nine two. Um, uh, I would imagine he gets to the quarterfinals against Reynolds. But yeah, no, I, I'm going to see Reynolds and Clem again in the semifinals down low. And uh, yeah, man, Freddie versus Calhoun or man, Freddie versus Adams. Um, I would imagine is that quarters up top. It's a tough yeah, weight because Cameron you. Howard is a Bellport Section Eleven kid at, at the eight seed, just he's a tough he's a tough out for Crumpler.
1: Yeah, he's 42 and one. Yeah. Man, yeah, I'm gonna go I, I think I'm gonna go Crumpler in the semis. I mean Freddie in the semis. And then I'm going oh, man. I'm gonna go Crumpler in the finals. I know it's kinda of weird he's a one seed and he lost to then Freddie. But I'm gonna go Crumpler, pulls it out, makes the finals.
0: Against All right. Clem. Yeah, I mean, I like Crumpler as well. Um, for some reason, I'm I'm looking at Man name, and I want to I'm, I'm I want to go with Man the whole way. I'm going with the five seed. That's what I do. Third at counties, first at states. Let's rock. I can see it. It's nothing crazy. I'm gonna go.
1: I'm gonna go Crumpler over Clem for the state
0: title. Crumpler over Clem. All right, I'll go with it. I mean, cause Clem, uh, Clem back to back state, uh, state finalist is is yeah. what you're saying. State runner yes. up. State runner up, yeah, poor guys. Well, yeah, to be fair, no,
1: both of them would be, state, would be state runner ups from last year, so one of them got to win their first state title.
0: Maybe you're giving me a hope. Maybe I'll go with Clem after all. I don't know. I mean, this Clem's got to get it done. I don't think Anthony's getting it done against Marlow, but
1: no. And remember last year, remember last year, like didn't they lose like within like I don't know, like a minute of each other in heartbreakers in the semis?
0: Yeah, yeah, we were yeah. talking about that actually.
1: That would suck, dude. I right, I gotta yeah. I gotta get one of them. Gotta want to win and say Tyler. I would hate
0: to be,
1: I would hate to be in that household after that last year. That would that had to suck.
0: I feel bad. Yeah, well. be unfortunate at all. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with me, um, Freddie, though.
1: All right. D two one twenty six. Number one seed from Tioga, Gianni Silvestri. Number two seed Waylon Winsman from HFL. Number three seed Trevor Courtwright from Shenango Valley. Four seed Andrew Spaulding from HFL, Trevor Bishop, number five seed from Tamarack, and number six seed Liam English from Cobblesville, Richmondville. All right, this weight
0: feels I don't know, it's, I, it's a different weight, it's it very different. different weight. it like feels different. This, this, I mean, we could potentially see, um, you know, another. Weight with four wrestlers from two different schools on the podium. Um, there's two state finalists in the top half of the bracket. Returning New York State champ Gianni Silvestri and Andrew Spauldin who was a runner up last year. Imagine being a returning finalist and losing to your teammate three times this year. Um, so, you know, we mentioned it with Soto and Marilee, um and D1s at 102. And then he got the Hanoi Fall Lima kids here. Like, that's a great problem to have for your coaches again. Um, mm. But it's just nuts. Um, and, you know, my dark horse at this weight is Deacon Bailey. Um, he does have mm-hmm. several losses to the guys in this bracket, but he did lose a close match to Spalding last year at Windsor. Um, you know, a match that I remember watching. And I'm like, you know, if this kid ever gets a a crack at the starting lineup, not even a, the starting lineup, but a, a crack at you know sectionals and obviously states now, um, he could turn some heads. Um, he's obviously in a great room at Tioga, great training partners. So that's uh, he was
1: know. right there with. Trevor Courtright in the uh, state in the sectional semifinals. It was I want to say he was up one zero, possibly no, maybe down one zero going into the third. Maybe, um, and unfortunately picked bottom Ooh. against Trevor Courtright. Not the best plan idea. Um, but I, I think I think he learned a lot in that match. I, I, but that just tells you like he's right there with the number three seed. And Trevor Courtright's is really really tough. So I mean. I can see Deacon Bailey making the semis against his teammate.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, potentially I could see that as well. That's why I said, like, you know, him again, Spalding last year. I remember that match. Um, you know, he kind of knows how to wrestle him. And I could see that as well. I mean, I would not be shocked. Um, and you know, another bad draw on this weight is Jordan Jocelyn. I understand why he's a seventh seed. But, you know, his two losses this year to Liam English, section two, and, and Crumpler, section six. Um, you know, he'll be handful for Winspin in the, the quarterfinals. And you know, the thing could be said for English, who could see Wright in the other quarters. Courtright did beat English this year uh, back in January, one nothing. So, you know, there's a lot of parity, I think, between the two and seven seeds um, at this weight.
1: I think at the end of the day, we're going to be watching Gianni Silvestri win his second state title.
0: I agree. You know, Gianni's lone loss this year does come out of state. Actually,
1: it's his third state title, right?
0: Uh, Did he win one in Albany or uh, in Pennsylvania? No, I think he won it before that. Yeah, before that. Yeah, I agree. He's in eleventh
1: grade. He won it eighth grade, tenth grade, and now because he lost to
0: Tyler Ferreira in the semis, I think in PA. Yes, yes, he did. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, no, Gianni, he's a stud. He's uh, this is his way to lose. I mean, I don't see it. And you know, another sad thing is though, Max Gallagher. We could have saw him. I mean, he he might be thirty two, but.
1: Yeah, Max he, he, would have been at 32,
0: yeah. Yeah, he would have been at 32, but it's kind of sad to uh, start running through these brackets and realizing that there's a lot of hammers that are not at this tournament either, so.
1: Yes. Kind of is. unfortunate.
0: But yeah, no, so my two sleeper picks, Jordan Jocelyn down low and uh, Deacon Bailey up top, but the guy to win this bracket is Gianni Silvestri. You've got to know, Trevor Courtright's wrestled Gianni a million times already, and uh, it know, was Gianni so don't get the job blows. done. It was
1: so sectionals.
0: Yeah, so he gets close job to done, But
1: I mean, there was um, an argument to be made that he might, might, may have scored an extra two points at the end of regulation. I'm not in that on that team. I don't think he should have got points, but there are definitely people who thought he should have. Um, I think they made the right call and ended up going to overtime. So, I mean, you wrestle the same kid so many times over and over again, right? It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to beat the same kid that that good that many times. But I, I do think he gets it done. I think the style for Gianni just I'm not sure Trevor can get can get over that hump.
0: Who do you have down low? I mean we got gonna, Courtright we got actually, English.
1: I was thinking I was thinking Jocelyn makes the semis against Court Yeah, um, I see that as well. I, I'm think I, I still think I
0: I'm gonna take Court to make the finals though. Yeah. All section four finals. Yeah. Shocker. Wouldn't wouldn't have uh, took you to pick that? I know,
1: right? It's so surprising. I'm wearing a purple shirt, you know.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Division one, 132 pounds. We've got the returning state champ, Tyler Ferraro, Cornell commit, at the one seed. The two seed, we got Michael Gugliano of Miller Place. The three seed, Liam Carlin of Burnt Hills. The four seed, Luke Nito of Plainage, and at the five, Vincent Rembracki of Shenandoah. Um, yeah, yeah Tyler Ferraro, next topic.
1: Yeah, yeah, this isn't gonna I mean you know? it's just gonna kinda he's gonna stroll his way to a state title and get ready to go on to Cornell University.
0: Yeah, Gugliano did beat Carlin this year, three to one in the county semis at Eastern States. But, you know, is that also because Carlin lost to Barn Murder to Farbach in its semis at Eastern States and you know, he had that little uh fallback in the semis and it's hard to wrestle back after that. I don't know. Um Gugliano is gonna have a hard time in the quarters though. He did barely beat Eckerel at the the counties, so obviously whoever's coming out of Long Island can't overlook. actually.
1: He might have another Long Island kid in the first match. It's possible. Yeah, so, definitely Mondial possible. Could... I'm going to take. Yeah, I'm going to take. Have... Uh, I'm going to take Urkel to make the finals, though. Eckerel, sorry. Yeah,
0: whatever it's called. Uh. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go with Parlin for some reason. But well, I did see. I how, thought about uh, that. Par... I
1: did think about that.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with Carlin. Um, Carlin did get – I mean, I think Tyler started the port on him after, you know, things got going at the Windsor tournament. But uh, I'm going to go with Tyler over Carlin in the, in the finals. If I had to make a pick, you know, if you're on that Section 4 shirt.
1: Sure. Yes, sir. You're welcome. I got I got extras if you want
0: one. I might need one.
1: <laughs> All right, D2-132. We got the man of many divisions, Braden Farback. Yes, far sir. Back. Mount Sinai, Section 11. He's still a junior, too. He could switch back to D1 next year. I think he should. He should go D2 finalist, D1 finalist, D2 finalist, D1 finalist. That'd probably be the only time that's ever happened and will ever happen in history.
0: Especially if he wins this year. I mean, which that would be been, wild. Think, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. So we got Farbach, Mount Sinai, uh, is the one seed. Aiden Jillings from New Fame is the two seed. Tyler Rowe, of Tyoga, the three seed. Jess Spalding, HFL, the four. Patrick Grimsey from Lowville,
0: the five. From All right, top board class. of the bracket. Barbach, like I mentioned, back in D2, returning New York State finalist, sitting pretty with a 30-0 record. Uh, he did win the Eastern States, which featured a lot of guys in this bracket that were there. Uh, you know, Grimsey of Lowville, he is looking tough. He did lose to Spalding at Eastern States, but um, he was coming back late. I think he got like three uh, takedowns in the third period in that match, so you can't count him out. Um, that could be a quarterfinals match between him and Spalding. Down low, another awesome quarterfinals between Bolino and Rowe. Holy Bolino! His only loss this year is to uh, Grimsey at the sectionals. You know, Rowe has continued to improve from last year. We he he also reached the New York State podium last year. Um, you know, I would say it's part of being Tioga's murderer. Rowe, you know, that helps out. No pun intended. Um, he's uh yeah, he's I mean, part of that lineup. Yeah, eighteen, twenty-six, thirty-two, thirty-eight, you know, he's part of the murderers row. Um and uh I will not laugh at my own pun. And uh but again, <laughs> Bolino's look tough. Um the Lone Blemish just came a week ago, so but down low we could also see an all new fame quarterfinals with Buttery and Gillings. Uh Gillings did pin Row next year at Windsor. Um, and I can't remember how it went, but you could probably assume the way that Aiden wrestles that you, you know how it went. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so I'm I got.
1: Gonna, go ahead, go ahead. Pick your pick.
0: I'm gonna go with Farbach to make the finals up top, and you know I, I really the way Grimsy wrestled this past weekend at the Section Three finals, I uh, that I went to, it, it makes me want to pick him uh, to reach the semifinals, but I don't think he's got enough to get by Farbach. Um, but I'm gonna go with Farbach up top, and you know um, I'm gonna go with Jilling's down down low.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I think it's, it's I was, was going to do the same. I think I'm going to go with Farbach and Jillings in the finals. Um, and I think Farbach going to control it and, and win his state title.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I am going to go with Farbach too just because his style um, is more safer. Uh, Jillings, yes. he likes to score points, he so likes to throw things up, but he also – it doesn't go that great for him, you know. Yeah, I, I will I say see
1: last, was, year, last year last at states he wrestled uh, Bellis in the semis. Jillings did. And yeah, that was, was crazy. That was he was wild. beating him. Yeah, yeah. At one point, yeah, he was, and it was two big moves too. Like, like it, it would be like Bellis kind of gets to work and kind of drills a little bit, and then all of a sudden, Jilling's bang big move, bang big move. And all of a sudden, he's winning the match, and it's like holy crap! And and Bellis really had a big deep to pull it back.
0: Yeah, Bellis so had a
1: wild roller coaster of a state tournament last year.
0: <laughs> Jilling's, I believe, lost early at the Eastern States and like battled back. He either won like five or six matches to take third. Um but like his actually his one loss was to Gugliano on the front side and of Miller plays D one. And then he actually beat Gugliano uh to to take third at actually at that weight. But uh Healings, like I said, he likes to put up points, but I don't know if I mean it, it might be too much for Roe, um, uh, but I don't think it's gonna be too much for Farbach. Um so I think
1: I, I agree. I think Farbach is in too good a position.
0: Yep. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna go uh with Farbach. So. All right. Division one, 138 pounds from Rocky Point. We got Nick Lamar, Lamorte at the one seed. The two seed, we got Jordan Brown of Monroe Woodbury. The three seed, Thomas Bonacera Wanta. Four seed, we got Tayshawn Matthews of Niagara-Weefield. And at the five, we got Cal Arthur Russo of Spencerport. All right. So Lamorte and Brown, I believe, wrestle each other at the Eastern States. Uh, Lamorte comes out at 40 and 0. Um, and then two seed Brown is 37 and one. Brown's lone blemish is a three to nothing loss against LaMorte at the Eastern State semis. And I want to say that match um, came out to be like a caution point and a takedown point. It was a very close match. And actually, I think a little birdie in Fargo said, whatever weight PJ Duke goes, uh, Brown's going to go the opposite and win a state title. Obviously, that's PJ Duke's hurt and is not wrestling anymore. But um somebody did was high on Brown could have been kD. I, I could be wrong, but it could be kD um but both wrestlers have wins over the three seed Bonacero of Wanta. so um it, it leads me to believe that we could see a a rematch of the eastern states in the finals here,
1: yeah, you know I like uh I like Gabe Goss sixth seed from Burnt Hills he's tough, man. he's really good. yep,
0: yeah, I watched him at Windsor. um want to say he wrestled Gillings, but probably not sure. I- yeah, actually, I think he I'm, bumped up. I'm but gonna uh, go yeah, so, Jordan
1: Brown too in the finals, though. Um, I like I do go like with Gauss him though. I think Goss makes the semis, and I think Brown Brown wins that match there. But whew, Lamorte's good.
0: Lamorte's really good. Rocky Point, man. I know he, they've got uh, the whole Suffolk County behind him. I mean that, that place uh, gets rowdy when they're in the finals. They really do. They really do.
1: Um, I I think I'm gonna pull the trigger though. I'm gonna go with Jordan Brown.
0: Do it. Yeah, do it. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going to listen to that birdie. Like, I, I really want to listen to that birdie in my head that said, you know, I don't know if I was getting snacks, whipping Dots or something at Fargo. And, you know, somebody was talking about Jordan Brown because he had a good Fargo uh, run as well. And uh, I'm going to have to go with Jordan Brown as well. I mean, again, that I remember watching that match on the way home from uh, a wrestling tournament that he was wrestling LaMorte. I pulled it up on my phone. That caution point, takedown. Um, it really was, you know, a lot closer match and threes up, green enough and controlled by LaMorte. So give me Brown. Um, Monroe Woodbury gets gets a state champ again.
1: So somebody told me before that Manuel Gonzalez is really good. So we need to give him a shout out, especially since he kind of called me out for not knowing who he was.
0: <laughs> yeah, so. that's true. I, I totally forgot. So, yeah, looking at a few of these guys that, you know, Aren't named Jordan Brown, look more Nick Mor- Morte or Thomas Bonacera. Um, you know, they place up to eight. Yes, Manny Gonzalez is, is pretty tough. Um, if he wrestles a, a good tournament, I do see him standing on the podium. Um, I think he does get pie his first guy. He's going to run into Jordan Brown in the quarterfinals. I believe Manny actually wrestled at the Eastern States, he did not place, but he ran into a few of these guys that were there.
1: Other person uh, I, need, I need to talk about Cal Russo, Spencer Port. I think he makes the semis.
0: Yeah, I mean he's obviously you know five seed,
1: so it's possible. Um, he's tough. Uh, one of my one of my buddies is his coach, um, so I, I'd like to see. I like to see him do well. Um, I think in his first round match he's probably gonna have Crowfoot from Fulton, who's actually really. He's like he's tough. He's awkward. He wrestles all year round. Um, he's got big move potential. Uh, unfortunately Only big he moves. has Too much big move potential because that's all he's really got. So, but that being said, if you got big moves, sometimes it works, and you might be able to pull an upset or two. Um, but in this case, I think I think Kyle makes the semis.
0: Yeah, he's only got big moves, and his gas tank runs out. I I I wouldn't be shocked if he made the semis. Uh, Tayshaw Matthews is pretty tough from Niagara Wheatfield. Um, but yeah, Manny Gonzalez lost four to two to Renzo Montalvo. Um, Ooh,
1: mental, rental's tough, man. rental's tough. Yeah. We'll get to that. Then he lost the six week, three to three to Bonacera,
0: the three seeds. So again, uh, Manny, you find yourself in the right part of the bracket. Yeah, I could see him, you know, you know, five, six, seventh, uh, on the on the state podium. You know, I could see you go a little bit higher too if he wrestles well, you know. So uh go hold it against me. I'm just a guy behind a <laughs> mic. True. You can yeah. always prove it's wrong.
1: I don't mind me, honestly, people get mad, right? They get mad that we make picks, but at the same time. I like being wrong because that means you listened and you gave a crap and you did something about it, you know? Yeah, no I doubt. I have no problem being wrong.
0: Yeah. I mean, the crappy part about this weight is the three Suffolk County guys are all in the top part, right? Jared Spawn yeah. of Islip, Dean Ren- Renra of Kings Park, and then, of course, Nick LaMorte. Uh, they're all in that top part. Um, but, obviously, if they find themselves in the right part of the bracket on the way back. They're all in the same the quarter. Ambience. They're
1: not just in the top half. They're in the same quarter vinyl.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean Who I slip right. And the, the crazy thing, I mean thirty-seven and four thirty-one and four, and then he got obviously Nick. That's undefeated, but that's uh that's not, not great for them. I mean, it's great for the rest of the bracket, but right. they're, they're definitely gonna be making for, them for Strong Island. It's it's bad actually for somebody in the backside too that's looking to make a run. Yes. So yep. All right. That's all right. uh so- what I got from one thirty eight.
1: Division two, 138. Number one seed, Caden Bellis out of Tioga. Nick Noto, two seed out of HFL. Benny Merrill out of Alexander's, your three. Jack Lamson out of a bunch of different team names, I'm not going to say, from section three. And then Cody Quick from Pal Mac at number five.
0: All right. 138. I called this back in December at the Windsor Tournament. Um, and it was a little heated ending. Uh, Bellis versus Noto. They're on a collision course. Nobody's stopping them. That's going to be the finals. Bellis' lone blemish comes from an out-of-state kid at the Southern Tier Memorial. Noto sits at thirty-seven and four. I'm going to name all four losses. So, um, so uh, Casper Stewart's dad doesn't say, "Hey, you didn't know that Casper beat him." Um, so uh, that, that was another uh, inside joke. Noto lost yep. to Lamorte this year. Casper Stewart, Catcherbone, and Bellis. Um, but I, I've got to throw that out there. I mean, that's because, what
1: three number one seeds in
0: the state. Yeah. Not bad. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, clearly you're chasing, chasing competition and testing yourself.
0: Yeah. He's a uh, no, those is tough, man. I mean, you can't go wrong choosing, um, you know, either guy at this weight because it was a tough weight. Uh, but again, when things are hot with Tioga, um, and Bellis the way he wrestled last year, uh, falling just short, you know, I, I think it's his, his year to shine. Um, Nodo did lose in the finals, like I said, to LaMorte, 5-1 to one, uh, at the Eastern States. But uh, I do see them wrestling each other again in the finals this year. Or wrestling again, again. but it's going to be in the finals. And uh, I'm going to go with Bellis.
1: I mean, I don't think there's a surprise at am picking here.
0: <sighs> Still wearing my red shirt, Tioga. Yeah, you might as well leave your red shirt on.
1: Might as well. Might as well. Caden Bellis. I, honestly, though, like after last year – we kind of talked about already. He had a crazy roller coaster of a tournament between his crazy match with Jillings, his crazy match in the finals against parecio. I mean, nobody had, I don't know if there was a more heartbreaking loss in the finals than that one last year.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, the, the stop that Harrington, you know, challenged and I don't know, or didn't rather. Um, I don't know. Yeah. So that, weird. that, that was, it was a bummer for sure. Um, and I've obviously watched Bellis a lot of matches at Fargo this year, and I really uh, come to like. I mean, not that I didn't like the kid, but I, I really enjoy watching the kid wrestle. He's a he's a competitor. He's a warrior. Um, you know, he, he had that backside run at Fargo. Just I was like, man, this kid, this kid's something else. I, I want to see him. You know, do well. So I'm hoping that he wins a state title. Um, and knocks off Noto in the finals. I mean, not that I'm hoping, but that's what I I can kind of see. Yes, sir. All right. Division one, 145 pounds. We got Cam Catcherbone of Williamsville North. And at, at the one seed, at the two seed, we got Jesse Van Orden of Wanta. Three seed, Renzo Montalvo of Amsterdam. Four seed, Kenny Leverick of Smithtown West. Five seed, Luke Greiner of Menacing Valley. All right. So, uh, Jesse Van Orden was actually probably Cameron Catcherbone's closest match at the Eastern States. And I think it was in like the round of 16. Uh, Jesse Van Orden kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, Of course, a lot of wrestlers do when you're out on Long Island. I think it was a three-to-one decision. Uh, Van Orden was the 17th seed at the Eastern States, and now he's a two-seed at the state tournament a month later. Um, After six straight wins at the Eastern States, uh, Van Orden found himself in the third and fourth-place match, did take third. He did pin uh, Leverick, and his lone blemish, like I said, is the catcher bone, so... The sleeper at this weight though with the 12 seed Max Watson, another kid that I remember watching at Fargo.
1: Yeah, I mean he just has he has no wins on the board, unfortunately. Right. Um he
0: But if you're like Luke Greiner at the five seed, you're gonna have him probably first match, and it's not the greatest. No, and not then, at all.
1: That's that's a that's a tough ball. Tough draw.
0: Right. I mean, I don't see him making a like, deep run, but I do see uh Max Watson doing a lot better than you know, twelve. Could be wrong. Are you but...
1: surprised if he makes a semi? So much-
0: um, I don't know anything about this Kenny Leverick of Smithtown West. And again, I don't get to Suffolk County very often, but um, I assume it, they get, kid, they get pretty tough. Well, I know I would not Griner be shocked.
1: Um, Leverick does. He beat he's beat grinder. He's beat Massett. He's beat uh. uh Azov. oh my goodness. Azov. Um He He's good. He's very good. Right. Um, But there's just so much unknown with Watson and I don't know prep's a good school, man. I don't know prep's a really good wrestling program, Um. They've got a few tough kids here. I don't know, man. I think he makes
0: I think he makes the semis. I think he makes the semis. All right. I yeah. I wouldn't be shocked semis. if he made semis. I'll just put it that at that. Um, but down low, I would say uh I mean I've watched Renzel Montalvo wrestle several times this year. The Windsor Tournament, the uh King Bison tournament, and then I watched them on the uh Eastern States as well. And Montalvo took sixth at the Eastern States uh, out of Amsterdam, lost to Griffin LaPlante. Um, I don't know if he's got enough to beat Jesse Van Orden. Van Orden seems like he's on a, he's on a roll. Um, But Renzo Montalvo's, you know, he's probably my guy be in the semis down low with Van Orden, if I had to guess.
1: Yeah. I think Renzo stuff, he's in the semis, I think. And I don't, I mean, I'm not sure. Uh, I think he'll get challenged. Obviously, I don't think he's gonna blow through all these guys, but I, th- I think he controls his way for the most part.
0: Yeah, yeah. R- Renzo placed last year, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he placed seventh at the state tournament. I mean, or yeah. fifth because uh, atribone injury defaulted out to him. Um, or yep. forfeited out to him rather for fifth and yeah. six. But yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Renzo Montalvo actually to make the semi or to make the finals. But I'm not. Uh, I'm. I'm sticking with Cam Catcherbone winning that first New York State title.
1: That was my plan as well. My plan was for Montalvo to make the finals. I said my plan, but my plan was to pick Montalvo to make the finals and
0: Catchbone to win his first state title.
1: Actually, uh, Montalvo. Actually, if you look at the seeding points, Catchbone at one hundred and thirty-five, Renzo one hundred and thirty-four, and Van one hundred and thirty-eight, so they were all like right there for your top three seeds, and then leverage had fifty-six seeding points. So I mean, your top three kind of separated themselves seeding wise. I right. don't mean too much, but Catcherbone um, only got the one seed because he beat Van Orden at Eastern States.
0: I'm picking Montalvo in the uh to make the the finals as well, just because he's been at the state tournament. You know he knows what the bright lights feel like. Um, Van Orden maybe maybe doesn't. I mean I don't know. I maybe mean, some kids kind of react differently. But uh, Montalvo's been there. He's been that close, and I think he gets the job done, but falls short to Catcherbone in the finals.
1: Yeah, Catcherbone's do, man. He's due. Yeah. He's absolutely due. to ranked in the country and has never won a state title. It's crazy. All right. D2, you you D2. to shine somewhere. Yep. True. I mean, he took third in Super 32 and didn't take third in the state. That's wild.
0: And actually, uh, kind of to mention him, Yuta uh, Gary that he beat last year to make his uh, Just big. Just knocked off the number five. Campaign. Yeah. Just knocked off Hardy. <laughs> so a little college talk. But yeah, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Crazy.
1: Division two, 145 pounds. Caleb Sweet, number one seed out of South Seneca. Colton Havens, number two seed out of Canistillo. Number three seed Owen Hicks out of Section Two. Number five seed Drew McCumber out of Tioga. And number six seed Austin Chase out of Falconer, Section Six. This is wild. I I don't remember the last time I saw somebody with fifty seven matches in the same season. And that's where Colton Haven sits right now. It's 57 matches.
0: He's going to yeah. have 60
1: matches by the end of the season.
0: Yeah, that's a lot. And there there used to be a rule where, like, you can't go to more than two 10 dual-meet tournaments. I like, think that's a rule. I mean, it is. I, I don't know where his matches come into play, but that, that's a lot of damn matches, especially that's if you're following a lot your of point. matches. Yeah. That's I mean, unless you just lose in the first round and just wrestle, like, six back, I don't know, every tournament do I
1: mean, not a great plan to do. Well, it's the big tournament. I true. don't
0: think you're I
1: mean, still, still don't think You're going to hit that many matches.
0: No, I, I agree. All right. So, what I've got up top, Caleb Sweet made the run to the finals last year as the ninth seed. So, which this i called, year he sits
1: at the Just, just saying. You
0: called that. You, yeah, you called it. You called it. I'm not going to lie. Uh, he sits at the one seed. I would imagine that he has Colin, which, again, I wouldn't count him out because Sweet knows what the nine seeds can do. Um, but I think Colin. <laughs> I think you'll have Colin in the other quarterfinals, you know, when your teammates are rolling, so aren't you. Drew Maycumber of Tioga um, has, you know, come out against Barber, I think. Um Barber will look to keep Bayport's magic going, though, like, again, without the presence of Max Gallagher there this year. Um Barber did place at States last year, but I think McCumber's going to get you. <laughs> Bro, I'm dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we only made it to 152. 145.
0: 45 still. <laughs> We're
1: at 145 and we from got like one 118 to
0: 145 or something like that.
1: Let's go. All right. Let's keep rolling. Keep rolling.
0: All right. So down low, Owen Hicks was so close to knocking off Jackson Polo in the state semis. Um Austin Chase at the sixth seed is a tough out though. Um he's from Faulkner. Havens and Camper haven't met this year, but they did meet back last year um at 132 at the States. Havens won that match five to two and ended up sixth at the States. Camper took eighth. Um but, you know, Tavian Camper is really tough. He did lose a close match to Renzo Montalvo at the Windsor Tournament, um, but I've been impressed with with Camper. Uh, so down low, if I had to take a guess, I'm going to say it's going to be Tavian Camper. It's the job done against Havens. That's um, just kind of a bias pick for a North Country boy in the quarterfinals. I do see Owen Hicks make it to the finals, and he's going to run into Caleb Sweet. Caleb Sweet does have a win over Tavian Camper as well. If He beat him at the Southern Team Memorial, but uh, I don't think he's going to see him.
1: No, I agree. And actually, I have the same thing. I have saving Camper in the semis over Havens, losing to Hicks in the semis, yep. losing to Caleb Sweet in the
0: finals. Um, I also yep.
1: have Maycumber in the semis against Sweet. I mean, we've pretty much got this going the same way. Uh, can't yeah. call it chalk, but we agree. So I mean, that's
0: that's the way we see it. The brains see it. I mean, that's sure. I, I'm going to stick with it. Moving into Division One, 152 pounds, we've got this guy named Donovan Smith from Elmira, the one seed. Two seed, we got Casper Stewart of Attica, Batavia, the three seed, Frankie Ebold of Hop Hog, four seed, Charlie Foster of BVS, and at the five, Cameron Milder of Sweet Home.
1: Man, this weight class is deep. And I'm only saying that because I know the weight class very, very well. Um, obviously, I coach at Elmira. Donovan's my guy. Um, obviously, everybody knows he transferred from Tioga. Um, his only loss this year is to Lake Highland, uh, who's knocked off the number 11 kid in the country right after he beat Donovan. Um, honestly, I, re- I really like the way the, the bracket laid out for us. Uh, we're, in, we're in pretty good shape. Uh, our first match, Donovan's first match against Downs or Rodriguez, who wins that match, uh, should be good. I, I've, I've looked into them a little bit. Rodriguez and Downs are both very good. Downs actually has a win over the number six seed this year over uh, Josh Warland from Brent Hills. Um, I could see, I could see Downs winning that match, but I think Rodriguez just won. Uh, he did. Rodriguez is the one who no, he didn't. Lichter won it. Lichter won Section Eight. Rodriguez yeah, took second. Let Downs took third. Um, but I Downs is good. Rodriguez is good. I don't even know who's gonna win that match. Whoever wins that match, though. I'm biased, obviously. I can't speak too much there. Um, the other there's a couple other kids. Paul Lichter, Section Eight, MacArthur. He's who I actually, when I initially seated this, he, in my opinion, should be the five seed. I'm not sure why. He's, I, I'm sure. I'm sure he's blocked by somebody for some reason, but he's undefeated. Oh, he he doesn't get the undefeated block, um, because he doesn't. He didn't have enough points to be seated in the top eight.
0: So right. The only way
1: you get that is if you're undefeated and have enough points. So he didn't get the, the special special treatment of being undefeated. Um but he's really good. And actually given him and him and Volpe in the first round is gonna be or second round. He's obviously got to beat CJ Jones but I think I think he gets through that match to wrestle Volpe. Um Volpe's really really good he's got a really nice outside lefty high crotch. Um I'm excited to see how that match goes and then your next first round match Mason Rappold Josh Warland Both very very good. Um, Rapold's tough. Warland actually beat actually Warland had a really good freestyle state tournament last year. He beat a couple really tough kids. Eric Grant, fifty three and zero, seven seed from Iona Prep. Uh, Another one of those those Iona Prep kids who have a really good record just don't have the seeding points because they typically wrestle out of state. And then obviously Casper Stewart. You can't you can't go through it without talking about Casper. Um, He's a multiple time Fargo All American. He's really freaking good. I'm excited. I'm excited to see him, and I think I think we do see him. I think it's Donovan, and I think it's Casper in the state finals.
0: Yeah, Casper did beat uh Frankie Bolt eight to three at the um, Eastern State Finals in um, ultimate
1: or in the right in the outs, I think right.
0: Yeah, or the it period four, got a takedown and near fall. Yeah, so I mean that eight to three is not really eight to three. I mean it was right. it was a good match. Over time. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Foster did take seventh at the Eastern States. Um, he is four seed.
1: That is who we're expecting in the semis at this point. Millender, I don't, I don't know too much about, about him, but um, I think, I think Foster makes the semis against Donovan.
0: Yeah, I mean, I didn't look at Millender either too much. Um, I don't know how he's done against like Zach Caldwell, like Starpoint, like, um, this this Wehome kid. Like, I don't see a lot of the Section Six kids. Um, there's only a few schools that actually travel outside of Section Six. Um, for the most part, that I see. Um at least even even further east of uh section five, that is, anyways. But yeah, I'm gonna go with Donovan Smith versus Casper Stewart in the finals. Um it's obviously nothing crazy, but I think Casper gets it done in, against uh Frankie in the in the semis.
1: Yeah, I mean
0: obviously I mean, Frank took did, third last year. Calvin,
1: but...
0: Frank took third last year. He fell in the semis last year as well. Um he lost to Jaden Scott, but um obviously he's he's gonna want to try to get Get that match back um, and try to uh, do better than he did last year in the semis. But again, Casper Stewart lost last year in the semis as well, I believe. So somebody's going yeah, to have uh, to take that seat, loss though. again. You know, it is what it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, that I mean, obviously, we're expecting those two. Those are the two we're we're thinking about. Those are the two we're excited to wrestle.
0: Yeah, great and spot for Donnie. Donnie down. took second at the states last year, right? Casper mm-hmm. um, Stewart took
1: to, to Jackson Polo.
0: Yep, he lost, and ja- Casper Stewart took fourth. So some people may be wondering why Donovan's up there for the one seed. Um,
1: yeah, you know. and technically, so when you look at the points, uh, Casper had 208 points. He obviously went on a crazy run
0: at Eastern States to beat a bunch of plays, kids who placed. Yeah. Donovan
1: was actually second in, in seeding points, so he was actually still ahead of Volpe for seed. Um, but Donovan gets that protection for being a state finalist mm-hmm. and gets placed under the number one seed.
0: Yep, the more you know.
1: Yeah, if you don't know those seeding criteria, don't try to figure it out because it sucks. Yeah. It's like five, it's like fifteen pages long of just seeding criteria. Unbelievable. Yeah. Division two, 152 pounds. Sean Tanzi from Colgate, number one seed. Then Davian Way from Governor, number two seed. Six Cook from Central Valley Academy, the number three. Devon Bogie. Bogey? Boogie? Maybe I'm gonna go with Boogie because Boogie sounds cool uh Bo Zay from Kenneth Steele is your number five seed Anthony McMillan from Lansing is your number six seed
0: right Sean Tanzi the one seed does have a win over Way this year and Way does have a win over Cook this year um last year uh Way actually beat Tanzi in the quarterfinals at states um in Bogey the four seed has pinned Zay the five seed at the eastern states so yeah, Way and Cook wrestled at the beginning of this year, Central Valley duels. Way was the winner, three to nothing. Um, you know, he kind of controlled the match, uh, got an escape, rode him out. Um, he did get a – actually, so he, he rode him out in the second, got an escape in the third, and then Cook tried to go for like a headlock or something like that, and, and uh, Way just covered up on top, got, got the takedown. Way actually beat Tansy, like I mentioned, last year, but um, he lost to him at the Eastern States this year. So that's why Tansy's the one and Way's the two but I don't count that loss because I was not at the Eastern States and I wasn't in his mm-hmm. corner. So it's not counting that one. Um, you know, I biasly think the winner of cook first way will win the title. Um, Wade just needs to go into the tournament though, fresh, uh, ready to rock. And I think he could take out anyone. Um, you know, last year, if he just had a little bit more pop, I think against geyser, he could have took geyser down several times, um, in the semis, but he didn't kind of have that pop. But I think this year it's going to go in a little bit more refreshed and, uh, I think if if he goes in with the right mindset, you know, what's between that six inches between those ears, um, he's gonna get the job done. You know, Bogey up top though has a style that could take out Tansy. Uh, Bogey's very athletic, um, but he does not have like a lot of ton, ton of leg attacks. Um, that if I can remember. So it's kind yeah, of like, you
1: know, Bose Bose has a style that he can keep any match close.
0: Um did Bose wrestle Hook at the Eastern or at the uh, state duels? I think Cook, like, um, launched him on his head and pinned him quick.
1: Yes. Yeah, it was actually okay. a quick match, too. Yeah, yes. That did yeah. Happen. So, I think,
0: like, Zay seems like the guy that, like, he's either going to, I mean, I, I don't personally know, like, he's either going to wrestle you in a close match, or you, you're going to get pinned, or he's going to pin you, or you're going to get pinned, you're going to pin him, rather. Like I said, right. both he, he, yeah, either him.
1: he wrestles close, or he gets beat up, and mm-hmm. I think what the difference is, is, is when he tries to open up, I don't think he's quite as good as a wrestler as the rest of these guys. Um, but he's really good at staying in good position and not make and not making a lot of mistakes if he chooses not to make mistakes. Right. Um, I mean, all of his losses he has four losses, actually more than that, right? Isn't that crazy. Uh, his five losses. Yeah, four we- of his five losses that I can see off of right here. Um, three of them were by pin, one to Cole Wheat from Central Valley, one to Charlie Foster, who's the four seed in D one one to six cook he was pinned in all three of those matches his other loss is to donovan which was a one zero loss um uh, obviously i was in the corner for that i'm slightly biased but he he did a great job of kind of doing nothing he just didn't really wrestle he tried to He backed up a lot stayed in good position and just kept the at And was i was happy to keep the match close so i think if he does that which is kind of what he should do is keep the match close and and trying to pick things off at the end against these better guys, I think he's good enough. I think he's obviously good enough to take top five in the state um, as a wrestler. But if he wants to reach that top of the podium, I think he's going to have to wrestle a little more strategically.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, because obviously he's probably going to see Bowie in the quarterfinals, and he's already lost to him by fall. So, yeah, I think if he wrestles smart, he's definitely capable of, you know, placing top six.
1: Oh, so four of his five losses are my
0: pitch. Oof. Yeah. That's kind of rough. Hopefully that's oh, not the writing on the wall. Donovan couldn't pin him. But yeah, one fifty-two. Obviously I'm going with my guy, Van Davian, away. Um let's get the job done, V.
1: I'm I'm also gonna go Van Davian, but I'm gonna have the caveat that six cook pins everybody and can pin anybody. Yeah. And if he pins everybody, I'm not surprised at all because his last name is Cook.
0: Yep. I'm gonna stay with a uh, stay with my guy V. Way. You know, let's go down to Albany and bring another state title back to Governor. What do you say? Uh, moving up to 160 pounds, Division I. the one seed, Connor Gregory of Boston Spa. Down at the two, Jonathan Clohency of Fulton. At three, we got Jonathan or Joseph Matea of Herricks. Four, we got Ryan Tyler Reed of Cornwall. At five, we got Tristan Robinson of Ossining. And at the 6th, we got Coy Reigns of Churchville, Chilai. All right. Uh, Connor Gregory at the 1 seed. I mean, not saying anything about the Fulton kid. Fulton kid is 34-0. He's, he's a tough, tough sophomore. Um, you know, looking at this weight, like, it's Connor Gregory's weight, man. I I don't see him losing at this weight. Yeah.
1: Uh, I agree to an extent. I think uh, Joseph Medi is pretty tough, and I, I could see him. Ow! <laughs> Sorry. Can't just scratch me. I could see Mattyye giving him a really, really tough time.
0: Um I mean, I could see Reed giving him a tough time as well. Like, I mean, he did beat Reed five to four at the Eastern States, but um, for some reason, like kind of Gregor just it, it would maybe I'm just a – it's my bias coming out that I want to see him do well. Um I've watched him wrestle a lot over the years and uh you know sits at forty seven to two this year. Um Deagle of Iona Prep at the eight is also, you know, fairly tough.
1: I was just gonna mention him. He's also super tough. He's really good yeah. on top. He's athletic.
0: Yeah. Um. I don't know. I watched two or three of his matches at Eastern States. One kind of ended a little bit crazy, but uh, um, can't remember what match that was. But yeah, I've, I've seen several of his matches, and uh, I mean, he's obviously no, no easy task in the quarterfinals if he does make the quarterfinals. I mean, there's another Suffolk County kid in the way, but um, yeah, down low though. is thirty
1: six and two. I mean, he's tough.
0: Yeah. I mean, in down low, the Huntington kid, that's 10 seed, 30 and one, Cassiano. Um, I mean, I can see him getting by the seven seed, Cypos, Uh And, like, again, Clohensi's tough. Fulton kids are tough. Um, I don't know if I'm ready to pick a Fulton kid to make the semis, though. I mean, and that's yeah. no Fulton, It's no Fulton yeah. hate for me. But, you know, it'd be great if I... Clohensi was wrestling
1: um, the Windsor kid, McCombs, at... Anderson this year, and it was oh, a yeah. 1-0 match late when yeah. um when McCombs took a, kind of like a wild wild shot and ended up getting pancakes to his back, um but I mean, I wouldn't pick McCombs to be in this top four or five right now. I'm not sure. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, go, I can go... see Clohensie taking top six. I don't see him taking top three, um, but Maybe I just haven't seen him wrestle enough good wrestlers, or or seen results of him wrestling enough good wrestlers this year to, you know, kind of get that judgment going. But uh, for, yeah, I mean for down low, I'm gonna say the winner of Matea, the three seed, versus I'm gonna go with Cassiano, the ten seed, making it to the semis. Um, the winner's gonna have Gregory. I, I'm 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 gonna choose to get Gregory over Reed in the quarters up top. Shut up, Connor Gregory.
1: Yeah, I agree. I got uh, Gregory winning the state title.
0: Yeah, yeah, same here. And then I, but it's I got I got him wrestling Maddie I in the finals. It's it's backyard. I mean, you got to get the job done. Senior year, you're in Albany. Yeah, get the job done for Section Two. D two
1: hundred and sixty pounds, number one seed. Tell me if you've heard this before. Tioga, Usman Duncanson, number two seed Luke Dendis from South Seneca. Number three seed, Taven McDonald from Boulevard Richburg. Number four seed, Mason McCombs from Windsor. Number five seed, Chris Shearing from Letchworth. And number six seed, Brody Little from Falconer.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, initially looking at this weight, I mean, obviously we got Usman Duncanson, the returning New York State champion. um, And he's already got wins over McCombs, but he seems like the heavy favorite at this weight. I mean, I can see a lot of different people taking second through eight, or th- I mean, I guess three through eight um, for that matter. But, I mean, this this is Usman's weight. I mean, he's kind of came in slow a little bit after winning that New York State title in football. Um, he got his lungs back. He had a little injury that he was nursing. But, uh, I mean, I didn't watch him wrestle McCombs at sectionals. You were there. but uh,
1: Yeah, he's mean, controlled them multiple times.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Dunkinson over.
1: Who did I know? mean, they didn't wrestle at sectionals. I don't think because I think McComb's injury defaulted, but Owsman uh, oh, pinned yeah. him at, at the sectional duels.
0: Okay, down low, I am going to have. Uh, I don't know much about this Dendis kid. I mean, I don't, league, I don't know much about Tavian McDonald. I mean, we we wrestled Bolivar Richburg uh, last year. I know he's a tough wrestler.
1: You got your guy here uh, at the fourteen seed.
0: Drew Gates is honestly tough. And you know, maybe Drew Drew can listen to this. I mean, I'm, I'm not that's kinda why I didn't want to pick Tavian, because I think Drew does get by that first round match. And uh and Tavian obviously is tough. Um Drew needs to develop a little bit more offense. Um and you know Drew Drew pinned himself actually
1: um section four D one, one seventy two, Dakota Hamilton from Ithaca. Drew pinned him and, and Dakota's actually not bad. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna pick him the place this year or anything like that, but that's the one I, I think uh, Drew had a good, that was a good result for him Pin pinning Dakota so
0: um. Drew's, yeah Drew's definitely capable of stepping on that New York State podium I said the same thing about Trey and Tupper last year at this time um you know you kind of got to believe in yourself you can't get distracted by the bright lights the uh the crowd uh you, you got to believe in you know what brought you there and you know just wrestle a full match I mean I've seen great signs of Drew and I've seen bad signs of Drew but uh you know, if, if Drew does come out and wrestle, uh, you know, the way he's capable of wrestling, I could see another governor wrestler on the state podium um, at 160 pounds this year. So it'd be obviously nice. Carter Bears is cousin. So uh, go Drew. Um, But, you know, Tavian Camp or McDonald, I do see, honestly, him. Um, I see him making to the semis down low. And honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if he made the finals against Usman.
1: You know what? Give me number 10, see Kevin O'Sullivan, Pearl River, section one in the finals.
0: Earl River see that's another one like so we went to we didn't run into any of those but we some of the kids that we have uh we wrestled section nine and section eight right we wrestled the Sogartys, we wrestled Seaford and some of the kids that they wrestled as sectionals were like I mean that's kind of like an eye-opener too like yes we do come from section 10 but uh some of those schools that that we beat up at at the state duels I mean they're they, they do very well at their sectional qualifiers as well. So I don't know much about the Pearl River kid, though, 10 seed, but I'm going to stick with Tavian McDonald, the three seed. Usman Duncanson, back-to-back returning New York State champion. Yes, sir. Let's go, Us. Yes, sir. All right, 172 pounds, Division I. We got Brady Unger of Fairport, the Buffalo commit at the one seed. The two seed, we got Andrew Philippe of Menacing Valley. Three seed, Justin Soriano of Clark. Four seed, Noah Corwin of Wanta, and at the 5, we got Luke Smeeter of Hamburg slash Eden. All right, so Brady Unger. I'm picking Brady Unger. Andrew Philippe, though, is kind of uh, funny, and it's, it kind of shows the depth of Menacing Valley as well. He wrestled 189 last year because he had no other spots, right? And he now he's down at 172. One of his losses this year was to Braden Woodward, um, and that was at the Eastern States Finals. Another cool, funny... I guess a cool thing, uh, I was watching on Facebook. Um, I don't know who posted it. Maybe it was Raiden Woodward's dad. Um, but Woodward, Philippe, uh, Gallo, Sorensen, and Sybil all practiced together uh, yep. like, yesterday. Yeah, you saw that picture? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah that was cool. not it goes um, up there with them sometimes, too, so I hear about it.
0: Another cool thing here is Soriano, um, the three seed of Clark, he wrestled, obviously, his, him and his brother wrestled D2 last year. Um, so him sitting at the three seed, he did be Corwin of Wanta in the county. So that's why he seated third. Um, but I've got to go with my guy, Brady Unger here. Uh, he's the listener to the podcast. He is, uh, like I said, he's Buffalo commit. Um, I kind of helped him and Stutzman make that connection. I'm sure he would have committed there anyways, but uh, I'm going to go with Unger. He lost mm-hmm. to Zach Ryder in the uh, state f- semifinals last year. And I, I can't see him losing to another minutes Valley kid this year, but. I mean, Philippe's tough, so I can't bet I guess him.
1: Yeah, I got Unger, obviously. Unger's, Unger's winning a state title. I do yeah. I think he beat I also think he beats Philippe in the finals. Um couple kids I, th- I mean Schaefer from section six at the three is really good. Um another kid I think that could get in there, uh is Robbie Cunningham from Miller play section eleven. Um he's forty and two this year. I I mean, I think he could give uh Philippe a real problem in the quarterfinals. Um. The, honestly, the quarters here will be fun outside of the top quarter. Um. I, I think Soriano and Schaefer will be a really good match, and I think Cunningham and Philippe will be a really good match in the quarters. So, watch out for yeah, that the, one.
0: The, the three, four, and six seeds all failed to place at the Eastern States this year, and Soriano actually beat uh Fa uh Schaefer, which is a potential quarters. Soriano beat Schaefer five to three this year. So, um, I mean, there's obviously several guys in this way that could make that run. Down low. Um, Soriano's tough. Um, I don't know if he's, and you know, he's, he's, he's got a gas tank too. He, he keeps going and going and going. He didn't have a great, or I guess he didn't have an expected state tournament, um, last year. Then, I mean, we kind of walked into the tournament thinking like we're going to see two of the Soriano brothers in the finals. And, uh, things didn't really go his way last year at the D2 side, but I mean, you know, I don't well, see him beating.
1: The 12 seed Serslip has a win over the four seed Corwin. Um, Who's right there, and the Nablace from section one uh, also has beaten Serslip, so which is why Serslip didn't get to jump over yeah. to the four seed because he lost to Nablace. We got blocked, so he got stuck at the twelve. A
0: little but, parody going on there.
1: Yeah, I mean it's possible that, I mean the Nablace, Serslip, Corwin, those guys. I mean that could be some solid battles on the backside. I mean obviously yeah. you could say on the front side, but I. And then we got Unger and making the finals on the top. So Corwin and, uh, Sursle, we're going to have to yeah. duke it out I'll back.
0: Yeah, definitely. County semis and, I mean, County quarters. I mean, there, there's going to be a lot of good matches, um, on the backside, but I mean, I, I, I don't see anybody beating Unger In the front side. And then again, down, down low, there are several people that can be Philippe, but Philippe's been there before. He knows how to get it done. Um, well, he knows to get on the state podium. I think he does get it done. Yeah. And Zach Ryder's back. He's, uh, He's got the training partner back, him and Gallo um making a three in a row, making it to the state finals. 72, 89, and 215.
1: All right, Division uh, two. moving up.
0: Oh, yeah, 172
1: got pounds. It. Can we like can we just say Braden Woodward wins a state title? Are we allowed to do that?
0: <laughs> I wish.
1: Can we just all yeah. right? More wrestlings, New York State champion, 172 pounds. Braden, Braden Woodward. Bloomberg. Yeah. All right. That now kid... NISPA state championships. <laughs> Number one seed, Jordan Koenig from Holland Patton. Number two seed, Mason Edwards from Norwich. Number three seed, Trevor Harrington from Sydney. Number four seed, Grayson Meek from Cold Spring Harbor. Number five seed, Layden Smith from Saranac. And number six seed, Tavio Hoos from Southwestern Section 6.
0: All right. Man. So (laughs) I think this is the first time I remember someone yelling, wait until the end of the year right? Like we've heard like, I'll see you at nationals, right? You know, Thomas Gilman. Uh, so this was actually, this, this came out true. So Sydney's Harrington took fourth at Windsor um, and obviously lost to Weaver at the sec- or at Windsor for third and fourth. He knocked off Weaver at the sectionals of Windsor and Weaver was one who took fourth at the States last year, who did not qualify for the New York state tournament this year. So, uh, I don't know who yelled it, but somebody yelled it from either the, the side of the mat or the stands or something. But wait till next year. Wait until the end of the year. And of course, it came true because Harrington did beat Weaver and uh did advance to the New York State tournament. Um also in this yeah. bracket, Koenig. Sectionals was that, uh, crazy.
1: Sectionals was yeah, crazy was at this weight class. It was nuts. In the semifinals, it was like back to because you had you know, everybody expected Weaver and Harrington to be in the finals. It was yeah. like that was the expectation. And then uh, Mason Edwards from Norwich who, uh, there's something about I don't remember what the story is. Something happened. He took a year off or lost a year. Can't Comes back up a bunch of weight classes. He used to be really small. Comes up a bunch of weight classes and just starts headlocking dudes, bro. Just decking them. He's just decking people with headlocks over and over again. over. where he came from. Over and over and over again. He was really, Everybody, everybody in section four knows who he is. He's tough um yeah. he like I said he just started headlocking dudes and that's how he pinned uh pinned his way through basically he got his only loss in the season this year is to Dominic Weaver by major decision hmm. and then um, every other win on every other match that he's wrestled has been win by pin he
0: damn. hasn't
1: won a single match by decision this year
0: damn yeah no i I. Didn't know anything about him, and then of course the Waverly kid took second, right? Waverly, no, Is that uh... who took... no, grind, Isaac Allen. Oh, right, yeah, exactly. Okay. Same idea
1: though. He was, um, he was losing to Weaver, and then pulled out. Pulled. I don't remember. I don't. I can't remember what happened because I was watching Harrington get pinned by Edwards in a headlock when the other match was going on. But he ended up winning nine seven. Something crazy happened at the end of the match to 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 win. Um, I think he had a four point move at the end of the match to win the match.
0: Hmm.
1: And then, like I said, I mean it was back to back where because Harrington was beating um Harrington was beating Edwards at sectionals, got headlocked, fought off his back, off his back, and then got headlocked again and got pinned. Damn. it was nuts. It, and then, and then, the, and as soon as it all happened, we're all looking at each other like either Harrington or Weaver is not going to states this year. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. One of them it can't is. go.
1: <laughs> and I, I mean, obviously, it ended up being Weaver sitting home. But I mean, so now you got Weaver sitting at home. Meanwhile, the only person who's beating Mason Edwards is
0: Weaver, who's sitting home and he majored in. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, it would obviously be great to have four. Um, you no, know,
1: it's, it's
0: too much. It's too much. It is too much because I'll get into it at 189 for Section 3. Actually, they only sent two. So that that's yeah. actually the problem at that weight. But uh, talking about 172 a little bit more, uh, Toning, the one seed, Um, I mean, is my favorite for the weight class. Uh, but he has wrestled a few close matches against the eight seed of Kelly. Uh, one of those close matches was not at the sectionals. He kind of controlled Kelly at the sectionals. But Grayson Meek in this weight did pin Lane and Smith at the Eastern States. And Tavio Hoos of Section 6 is now a year older. He was I think he was a two or three seed last year. Um and now this year he's a ninth grader. Uh he's forty and one. He might be a sneaky favorite to come out on the bottom side, um, sitting at the sixth seed. And he actually did beat Harrington last year in Albany. So uh, I mean watch out for Tavio Hoos at the sixth seed.
1: Yeah. I uh, mean... My
0: my prediction is, is gonna be Koenig though. I'm gonna go with Koenig up top and I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Hoos down low just to wrestle a, a, a solid Tournament. Oh. You know, I'm going.
1: It's crazy. Section you think four. of two seats kind of. Oh, obviously. But I'm going with Mason Edwards. I want to see him headlock his way to the finals.
0: It's it's kind of a great story, too, right? I mean, did you say, like, stepped away from the sport?
1: I don't I don't remember what happened. There's definitely oh. something. Something happened, and he he missed a year or something like that. And then came back and just started headlocking dudes. Just dropping dudes on the dome. And that's a lot of fun for me. And, like, do I want one of my athletes doing that? No. But I would love to watch it happen at the state tournament because
0: that would be fun. Edwards throwing dudes in tornadoes. That would be sick. I mean, listen, listen. His freshman year, he didn't qualify for
1: sectionals. Oh, no, his freshman year, he got hurt at the sectional qualifier. His, his sophomore year, he didn't wrestle. His junior year, he got hurt in the first tournament of the year. And now he's a senior, and he's in the 2 the states. So he lost his freshman year at sectionals due to injury. He lost his sophomore year. He didn't wrestle at all sophomore year. I think he, st- I think he was in- still injured through whatever happened here. Junior year, same thing. Got hurt at Clyde Cole, beginning of the year. Lost his season. So he's lost three straight seasons due to injury. Damn, and here he it is. Counts, number two seed. Just dropping dudes on their dome piece. Let's go. Let's go. go, Mason Edwards,
0: boy. All right, let's go to 189 pounds, Division One. Oh,
1: wait, wait, wait. I, I still got Koenig winning, winning the tournament. I just want to clarify that.
0: All right, yeah, let's <laughs> clarify that. I mean, Holland Patton gets another state champ. All right, 189 pounds, Division One. Zach Ryder of Menacing Valley at the one seed. The two seed, we got Elijah Diakamalos of Hilton. The three seed, Eric Carlson of Manhasset. Four seed, Kwazi Banzu of Baldwin. And at the five, Braden. Pennell Pine Bush, 189 pounds. Zach Ryder is back. Um, so I was shocked actually back in January when they pulled him out of the injury reserve to help menacing Valley at the state duels. Uh, they of course went on to take second place. Well, I'm glad to see him wrestling back in New York because let's savor this. I don't think next year he's going to be competing at the state tournament in Albany. I think next year he's going to state college PA spending his senior season training at the Nittany Line wrestling club. Um, Getting ready for Penn State. But that's you're just not me. breaking
1: news, right? You're just you're just kind of you're guessing, right? I'm it's a very I'm educated guess. I'm
0: just I'm educating you, everybody that's listening to this podcast right now. That's that's what's gonna happen. Yes. You yes. heard it here first, folks. Um semis down low could be a battle of two bronze medalists last year. Elijah Diakmahalas and Eric Carlson both finished third in Albany. Um Bonzu came into this tournament last year as the two seed. And he got upset early and finished two and two at the tournament. Um, he could have a rematch with Pennell in the quarterfinals, which is a match that he won seven to five back at Eastern States. I don't know what the issue was at Eastern States. Uh, Banzu lost or like injury defaulted or forfeited or something. I think he missed his match at the Eastern States um, because I thought quarterfinals, was it the quarterfinals or, or maybe it was around before that they they were supposed to be later and they, they weren't. So I'm assuming that's what it was. And then he wrestled back and won like six straight. And, uh, he took third, uh, beating panel for third and fourth. But, uh, you know, Zach Ryder, um,
1: next give me Zach Ryder. Topic.
0: Yeah. Zach Ryder. Next topic. Obviously Elijah Diak is tough. He sits 39 and one. His loss is to Braden Woodward, um, the New York state more wrestling champion. Um, but, uh, I, I see Elijah Diakamalos making it to the state finals um, against Zach Ryder. Um, I do. So I think, did watch Eric beats, Carlson.
1: Beats, I say you think he beats Carlson?
0: Yeah. I mean, I watched Carlson wrestle Davidson of Wellsville, pretty tough at Windsor. And, I mean, I was more impressed that with Davidson. Obviously, he wrestled tough. But, I mean, I think Elijah's, you know, it's just not his last name. I think he's going to get the job done. But not in the finals. But yeah, Zach Ryder, next topic.
1: I agree. Diakamalos. Unfortunately, gets their second loss in Albany. Yeah, as a
0: family. Yeah, it's all him. <laughs> hey, guy. I didn't
1: say that. You said
0: that. You 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 insinuated it. <laughs> he'll get the job done. He's still young. <laughs> he, he is he'll still end young. Two, he will win a state. He'll game. end up with two years on the podium, top of the podium.
1: All right, one hundred eighty nine pounds, division two, Troy Austin from Whitehall, section two, number one seed. Andrew Bailey, Chitnango, Section Three, two seed. Jared Belinsky from Dogville, Section Three. Malachi Smith, Byron in Section Five, and Shane Davidson, Wellsville, Section Five, C five seed. Told you I'd be hearing right. his name here in Albany. Told you.
0: Yeah. Um, the returning New York State finalist at this weight is not here. Uh, Section Three's Ethan Randall took third at the state or at, at the Section Three tournament. And he did not have to, he couldn't wrestle for a true second because he lost to Belinsky, who lost to Bailey. Um, so Belinsky and Bailey are the two and three seeds, like you mentioned. Um, they've met twice this year. Both matches ended with Bailey winning an ultimate tiebreakers. And then at the four and five seeds, they're both from section five, as you mentioned. Uh, Shane Davidson, like I said, it was impressed with him at the winter tournament. Um, but he has a loss. He lost to returning New York State medalist Malachi Smith of Byron Burgeon. A few times this year. So I mean, maybe he gets the job done in Albany. Um, maybe not. The winner of that match will probably run into uh Austin, which kind of Austin kind of I'm not saying he came out of nowhere. I believe he did place last year at the state tournament. Um, but he lost to Elijah Diakmahalas in the Eastern States finals. Troy Austin did of Whitehall. He is not Bigfoot, he is Troy Austin. <laughs> If anybody so, knows Bigfoot's from uh, Whitehall,
1: um, so number eight seed Matthias Wells from Waverly, he's an eighth grader at 189 pounds at the New York State Championships, took second in sectionals, ended up losing to the seventh seed Mateo Godhue, Goodhue, sorry, who is 36 and one this year, and he kind of came out of nowhere, kind of came out of nowhere, um, not at sectionals, by sectionals we knew who he was, um, but. Being thirty-one and one, or wait, was it thirty-six and one? Thirty-six and one. I don't think anybody expected that after taking fourth in the section last year. Right. Um, So he's athletic. He's explosive. He's strong. Um, Man, tell me that man's not in the finals. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm taking it. I think I'm taking Mateo Goodhue from Oñan into the finals.
0: See, uh, you don't know, man. Andrew Bailey's freaking good. But, I he mean, is. I, I also is. looked at the Oniana kid as well. But Andrew Bailey and Belinsky are, are super tough. I, I obviously want to pick Andrew Bailey to make the finals. But it's hard for me to pick against Belinsky, who's lost um, to Bailey two times in Ultimate Tiebreakers. Again, Belinsky's super tough, very strong. um, like a brick shit house and then you got Bailey that's fundamentally really, really really strong um he beginning of the year our our guys we saw them both we saw Chinango in Central Valley at a tournament and um of course Ethan Randall was a returning state finalist Bailey just picked him apart wow. again Bailey spent some time at Fargo as well so you know that's kind of a correlation of if you want to be good you better put some time in the offseason. and Bailey did honestly i'm i'm picking Bailey to win this tournament i mean Troy Austin's tough Belinsky, actually i believe Austin last year at the states for fifth and sixth, maybe. Um, but um, g- give me Andrew Bailey to win the whole damn thing.
1: Yeah, I gotta walk it back just a little bit after doing a little extra research, real quick. Uh, Goodhue did get majored by Brent Perry, who's the sixth seed. I don't know how it happened. It looks like they were out of state when it happened. Looks like they were in Vermont, maybe when it happened. But Yeah,
0: probably Vermont school.
1: By him. And Brent Perry's kind of got beaten up by Austin twice this year. So I'm walking back a little bit and pick Troy Austin to win state title.
0: Yeah, sounds good to me. I'll uh I'll stay with uh, Bailey, but I'm I'm definitely picking Austin to make it into the state finals. Sure. Division one, we got back to back. Ryder wins at 189 pounds. Ethan Gallo is the heavy favorite here at, at 215 pounds. Uh, 215 pounds, we got Ethan Gallo, the one seed of Menacing Valley. The two seed, we got Darren Insognia of Boston Spa. Three seed, Jaden Green of Bellport. Four seed, Nate Casper of Hilton. And the five seed, Bryson Tibbs of Middletown. Again, Ethan Gallo, he's going to be riding off of uh, Zach Ryder's win, and he's going to go back-to-back for Menacing Valley, putting them um, as both state champs. Ethan Gallo did beat the two seed, Him in a minute at Eastern States and the three seed Green also lost to Gallo this year as well. So, yeah, I mean, this is kind of like Ethan Gallo, next topic for me.
1: Yeah, I agree. Ethan Gallo, next topic. I mean, you have the four seed who's undefeated, um, but I don't think any of them are on the the level of Gallo this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I looked at Casper's records and stuff like that. I mean, I, I don't know if he was sick or hurt or what, but I don't know why he wouldn't have gone to Eastern States if. If uh, the Hollis did as well, right? I mean,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, um, good
0: point, you know. Yeah, so in Ethan Gallo, he's he's stud. I mean, he just again, that that practice that they were just at with uh, Tibbles or uh, Sorensen and Sibbles and uh, Woodward. And so, yeah, once again, so 215, I'm uh, I'm going with Ethan Gallo. Uh, like I said, Ethan Gallo kind of next topic. Um, a few guys that I do want to mention Rocky Files is 36 and one of Central Square. He wrestles such like an unorthodox style, and like he's so unassuming. To, to, I mean, there's no better way to put it. Um, I mean, I don't think he gets by the two seed, but I could see him standing on the the podium as the sixth, seventh, or eighth seed.
1: Um, yeah, I got I got Darren Sanya in the finals against Gallo.
0: I, I really would to be surprised if the 13th seed, Liam Knapp, who sits at 36 and two of Bayshore takes out Hilton, uh, Hilton's Nate Casper who's the four seed? I mean I, I mean wouldn't it be shocked. Uh obviously the uh, section 11 guys are really tough and uh Casper Strong I don't know if Casper's for bat- a reason. I don't know if Casper's bat- battle tested or not, but I could just be overlooking him. But yeah, that's what I got Ethan Gallo next topic.
1: Sam Sorensen next topic.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much right. I mean
1: <laughs> Sam Sorensen one seed homer uh Evan Day Salem's two seed. Garrett Bidwell, section four is Windsor, three seed. Trevor Barry, Iroquois, four seed. Caden Allen, Boulevard Richburg, section five. And Matthew Osterom from Port Jervis, section six or section nine, six seed.
0: So Sam Sorensen, back to back to back. Journeyman New York State title. Wyoming state title. New York State title last year. And he's going to win a New York State title again next week. Um he did beat um Ethan Gallo at the state or at the Eastern States finals. Uh that was a great match. He might have another rematch with Barry of section six in the semis again this year, which he wrestled him last year and uh, pinned him. Um, but you know, I was actually impressed and surprised to see Day, uh Ethan, Evan Day down at two fifteen this year. He placed third last year at two eighty-five. Um and he actually wrestled Sybil pretty well at the Eastern States this year. I don't know if Sybil was, uh, uh, he, he had, he had like a hurt ankle or something like that at the tournament. So, I mean, he might've been nursing that a little bit, but day's tough. He's, he's athletic. Um, he's a hell of a football player as well for Calem Sambridge, Salem, Cambridge. And, uh, I just, I mean, he's not, he doesn't have what it takes to beat Sorensen though. And then you got Bidwell, um, at the three seed, he's lost to Sorensen twice this year and, uh, Actually, one of them was at the East or the Windsor tournament. So I watched that one. But uh yeah, Sam Sorensen. Um, you know, next topic. Yeah, yeah, I agree.
1: Sam Sorensen, next topic. Sam Sorensen, next topic.
0: 285 pounds, division one. We got Stefan Monchieri of Middletown as the one seed. The two seed, we got Sebastian Regis of East Islip. The three seed Will Hoteling of Colony. Four seed Cameron Gronke of Mohannesson. 5C, Tommy Carlson of Lancaster. And let's go down to the 6th seed, another guy from Middletown. I don't know why I went with this name. Ramir of Bradley. Let's go with Ramir Bradley. Um,
1: yeah, that those are right. the top
0: 6 seeds. Um, Listen,
1: man, I'm mad. I'm mad that Q got stuck with the 18 seed and that's Russell Sebastian Regis in the second round. And, yes, he is beating the Messina kid. I don't care what anybody says. You think so? I think so.
0: Take it the best of that.
1: I've been high on him too much, okay? I understand that. And it bit me a little bit at Southern Tier because he ended up getting pinned by from Waverly. But I'm um, riding all the way to the state podium from the 18th seed.
0: Yeah, he's going to lose his first match. But maybe, maybe after. <laughs> um, yeah, Fargo All American Moncherry has pinned the two seed, the three seed, and the four seeds. Uh, Gronky's biggest test to reach the semis will be getting past his first match, uh, assuming that it's Pantaleon. Uh, Gronky has pinned the number five seed, Carlson. So, again, I think um, to reach the semis, you, his biggest match is going to be against Pantaleon. Um, Hotelling is responsible of for four of Gronky's losses this year. I did watch them wrestle at. The King Bison tournament, I mean, it's just – it's so close. They wrestled really, really close. Then Hotelling went to the finals. That was a semis. Hotelling went to the finals, and then um, Tristan Hitchcock ran through him. But, yeah, so the three and four seed from Section 2, they're both really tough. I'm impressed with both. Monch Harry, has a, like – I don't know if it was an overtime win or if it was, like, a three-to-two win against uh, this kid from Carthage. And the kid from Carthage took, like, third, I believe, at the sectionals and did not qualify for the tournament. But it's kind of, kind of crazy to think about. Um, yeah. One thing that is interesting and people should take notice is the seventh seed, Chris Belmonte of New, uh, New Hartford. He's only a ninth grader. He's undefeated. Um, but he wrestles really well against bigger and older guys. Um, you know, he's short and stout and just, you know, he's got, he's a, he's got ninth a different grader. Body he's a ninth grader. 285. Yeah. And he's undefeated. Yep. That's I mean, impressive. Listen, That's last impressive. year, Regis's state tournament was spoiled by a new Hartford wrestler and all. So, I don't know. Maybe you should be watching out for Chris Balmonte, the seventh maybe, seed. Maybe we should. Taking out Regis, the two seed.
1: Maybe we should, man. That's crazy. You
0: heard it here first, folks.
1: Freshman, 28 no. Wow. Yeah.
0: yeah. He's pretty good. Yeah. Um, that being said. No, Harry is a beast. Um, That was another guy that I'd like to uh, – I like sitting in his corner, not in his corner, but sitting mat side, uh, fr go 4 because he was just he just drops people on their heads, right? And I mean <laughs> that's kind of, kind of what happened, right? He wrestled yeah. Regis in the finals at the Eastern States, pinned him in a minute and eight, and you can kind of expect how it went. But
1: yeah, give so me Montcheri over Regis.
0: Yeah, Montcheri took first, Regis took second, Gronky took third at the Eastern States. I I really wouldn't be surprised if that's how it went this time. I I, I can see Gronke. Getting that win over Hotelling to end his high school career, and then he goes on to Northern uh, out in Michigan, train a little Greco with uh, Joe Usellini. Shout out to Kirby Freestyle. Um, but yeah, no Chris Bomante. I think he takes top six as well. I don't know where he fits in, but uh, I could see. I I guess I can see him taking top six, but I mean I don't know how he does against guys like Hotelling or Gronky. Yeah, Regis and uh, Regis and Moncieri. In the finals, I'm going to go with Monty again. He gets the job done and brings the state title back to Middletown. Same section indeed. nine, section nine, back indeed. to back to back.
1: Oh wow, well, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. Division two, 285 pounds, the last weight class of the preview. Tristan Hitchcock, Warrensburg, number one seed. Trent Sybil, Boulevard, Richburg, section five, number two seed. Noah Wazinski, North Rose, Wolcott, section five, three seed. Number four seed, Connor Bushey, Beekmantown, summer, section seven. Cam Hills, five seed, Waverly, section four. And Colin White, Adirondack, section three is your sixth seed.
0: I believe there's five returning New York State medalists in this weight class. Um, with Bushy, Solana, Wazinski, uh, Sybil, and Hitchcock all placing at the States last year. Um, but yeah, what I gotta say, Sybil, uh, he's a recent um, Binghamton commit, right? So yep. again, we we talked about the Bearcat bulk job with Corey Day. Uh, this is what we're seeing with Sybil. Uh, he decided to bump up from 280 to 285, kind of getting away from Sorensen. Maybe, maybe he just wants to go 285, and that's where he thinks he's gonna wrestle for college. So he just wants to go up already. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, uh,
1: you're not gonna jump away from Sybil or jump away from Sorensen to go against Hitchcock. Go against Hitchcock, who's a lot I'm of freaking man.
0: Yeah, right. it's different. I mean, I, I don't know, but maybe, maybe he feels like he can out-wrestle him, maybe? I don't know. That's possible. Um, I mean,
1: it's absolutely possible. Like I'm not putting nothing past Sybil. Civil. Sybil's really freaking good, man.
0: But it's you hard because you're...
1: all-American. Well, he's
0: yeah. good. You're wrestling a returning state champ in Sorensen, or you're wrestling a returning state champ in Hitchcock? Um, yeah, the he, he's bumping up bigger. to face the man. Uh Hitchcock of Warrensburg. Um, You know, he's not the only one that bumped up as well, though. Colin White of Adirondack, he's... He he kind of bumped up away from Sorensen in section three and is now wrestling at two eighty five. He's the sixth seed and he's actually one of my favorites down low. Um, not to come out of the, the bottom bracket, but um, he's he's pretty tough. He's he's very strong. He's athletic. He I could see him doing well um, at the sixth seed. Uh, let's put it that. But another cool story about this weight uh, and it's actually about Hitchcock. We were at the King Bison tournament and I saw Hitchcock's dad and I actually. Army West Point's coaching staff had reached out to me. I think it was the beginning of the year, or like fall fall time, I think it was. And they uh, reached out and said, "Hey, do you have contact information for Hitchcock?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I can I can get you that because I've been trying. Like especially during COVID, when the uh, quarantine stuff was a thing, and and there was no recruiting and this that and the other, it was hard for coaches to actually reach out to people or or vice versa. So I kind of made that connection. Next thing you know, Hitchcock is on post. He's on a uh, a visit and then he commits. And now Hitchcock's committed to to go to the Army West Point. So made that connection. I was able to talk to Hitchcock and his dad at King Bison tournament. So it's kind of cool to uh, to do that. So, I mean, obviously I'm a, I'm a Hitchcock fan now, you know, talking with him and his dad. But, you know, hopefully he does well. Um, looking outside of those two guys, though, again, I mentioned Bushy, Solano, Wazinski, uh, Sybil Bushy, wrestled Wazinski in the sectional finals, section five finals. I think it was like a one to nothing match. Um, Wazinski's tough. Uh, Bushy, he, he plays fourth last year. Um, but he he'll left Cam Hills of Waverly, you know, in the quarterfinals. And if I know anything about section four, Zach's probably going to pick him to uh, do well. So – Hey
1: now, hey now, don't – Hills, don't do though. Me. Hills,
0: he's a 10th grader, I think, right?
1: Yes, he is. He's a 10th grader. Yeah. And, you know, not to make you right or anything, but he's going to make the semis. This yeah. man, listen. Listen. He's, he's a big dog. His only loss is out of state. Yep. This man has to run to make weight. I love it. He's a big boy. Okay, I love it. But the improvement is also there. Last year, he split. I mean, this is just an example, right? He split with Logan Jamison, who I believe was a state placement show sure last year. No, he lost in blood Rock. But he lost, He split with him two and two last year, and he got pinned by him. This year, he's dominated everybody's he's wrestled. He's pinned everybody. Not everybody, but he's pinned most of his wrestlers. I think he's um, he has a three-one win over actually my heavyweight, who's athletic and just stays in good position. So it didn't really do much in that match. But I mean, he pinned Q from uh, Kumani. Um, he's the what five seed. I mean, he's he's good, man. He's good. Don't cut him out. I'm not. I'm not gonna say he beats Hitchcock or anything. That's that's a little outlandish but he is, I do think he can make the semis.
0: That's good. I mean, all the power to him. I know the coaches were talking about him at the Windsor tournament because obviously he didn't wrestle at Windsor, but, um, you know, they were talking about a 285 pounder that was in 10th grade. that had to run to make weight. And I'm like, damn, this is, this is a good kid then. So, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching him wrestle. Hopefully he does well. Um, you know, we don't have many of those, those big boys that are willing to put in the work and, and make weight in, uh, they put it all out on the line and Hitchcock obviously is the heavy favorite in this weight. And, but I'm really interested to see how Sybil does. I mean, as far as athletic wise, right? Like Nick Rogers, I'm I'm picturing Nick Rogers in my head from last year, Nick Rogers was pretty athletic. Um, he, he had some good movement on his feet, some good attacks, and he almost beat Hitchcock. Obviously Hitchcock's if he gets his hands on you, I mean, you're not going to like it, but Sybil, that might be Sybil's keys to success is uh. Getting his fit, feet moving and you know getting those attacks off on uh, Hitchcock.
1: I agree, and that being said, I'm taking Sybil over Hitchcock in the finals.
0: Yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll keep with Hitchcock. I'll keep with the returning champ. You got to beat the man to be the man. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. He's gonna beat the that's man. That's what I'm saying. So I mean, until he does it, and then I won't pick. I'll pick him after the states. How about that?
1: <laughs> then it doesn't <laughs> count anymore.
0: Doesn't count. Um, but yeah, no. So. That's our preview for the New York state championships next weekend at the MVP arena in Albany. I'm listen, looking forward to it. If you to... made it
1: through all two hours, maybe more than two hours of this. Thank you. Um, yeah. Also, you're probably welcome for the entertainment on your four to seven hour drives to Albany. Heck yeah, um,
0: dude!
1: Hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, and we didn't just bore the snot out of you for two hours, but if we did, and you continue to listen, then what's wrong with you?
0: If you listen and you saw us on the floor and you're in the stands, give give us some pretzels or dipping dots. We're we're hungry coaches down on the floor. Yes. Um, yeah, just hook us up with something. That's all we'll I'm asking. Love it. We'll love it. But yeah, Thank no, that, that's all I've got for uh, episode 79 of More Wrestling's podcast. Episode 80 is going to be a state recap, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, looking forward to seeing how you know wrestlers reach their goals and you know get on that top of the state podium, uh, whether whether it's just a place or Guys that are crushing it and win a state title, it's a Hopefully it's a great time of the year. And champ. Again, cue the Motley crew, cue the Foo Fighters. It's time to roll. Uh, again, this is Dylan Morrison of More Wrestling's podcast. Peace out. Peace out.